0: 7 o'clock, do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
4: Thank
1: you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on
5: and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide, and I have found another reason why I hate Donald J. Trump, and it's because he's making me talk about sports way more than I want to. So, uh, the, with that being said, uh, joining me on, uh, as always, on the program, Rain from 4Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C., go Caps, Well, Caps win. Go Caps. All Caps.
6: All Caps. Hashtag and, All Caps. Um, yeah, the past couple of nights. It's, it was, seeing all the red in D.C. was awesome
5: it's you know this this show was kind of meant as a thing for me to completely escape from sports but i can't do it
7: Sorry, (laughs) Sorry,
5: it's okay and i I, and i i won't begrudge anybody for their love of sports and somebody who does also love sports filling in for another sports lover joe Santorsa. he's off tonight but my sister from another mr cat from columbus ohio avid sports fan here uh welcome to the show thanks for filling in
8: go blue jackets (laughs)
5: Yes. Go all kinds of wardrobe items.
8: <laughs> and go caps.
5: Yes. Thank there's you, a cat there's a big game tomorrow. Uh in uh there's the, the dribble ball tomorrow in Cleveland. I think. I think it's here. Somebody said, Are you ready for ready for tomorrow? And I was like <sighs> Why?
8: Yeah yeah it's in Cleveland tomorrow.
5: And uh there's, and then I was like something. is there a, is don't there like a game
8: talk about sports ball? Mm-hmm. If we're
6: gonna talk
5: about hockey, you could say sports puck. We could say sports puck, um, or I could just say sports. Fuck! Yeah, <laughs> rhymes really with puck. Sorry, really <laughs> no, it's okay. Sorry. Well, this is this is important. This is this is important because of the it, it, you know, it's okay so if if the the national anthem protest and, and again if, if we're just being honest about it unlike the White House which is incapable of that if honesty was a sport they would lose all the time um, but uh, honesty ball <laughs> uh, so brought to you by Menon uh, so, but but uh, no uh, okay here's the thing it, this, this whole, all these shenanigans going on with the the eagles coming to the white house you know the they they won the super bowl right they were that's i think i got that fact right although i would like to yes. see what a super bowl ring yeah. would do to trump's scalp if somebody just like give him a little whop on the top um uh, <laughs> super bowl ring something trump will never own um and nor actually, i
6: <laughs> actually he does
5: oh did he, he steal one. it
6: no, it was given to him by Bob Kraft, the owner of the... No, um,
8: actually, Bob Kraft gave it to him, and he gave it to Putin. Oh, dear
5: God. Oh, dear and Lord. And
8: he never returned it because he didn't understand that it was just something that was lent to Trump and not Trump's to give away.
5: Oh! Uh, Can't do it. But he did. So, um, and, uh, and you know... Where he did have Yeah, and you know where he learned that
9: University go pricks.
5: So, okay. So, so the, okay. We all have a a basic understanding of why some NFL players kneel during the the national anthem, because we're smart and we use our brains and we understand what injustice is going on in this country. And that is because African American men uh, and some African American women are dying unjustly at the hands of police officers. You know, I mean, every white mass shooter in this country, if he doesn't blow his brains out, he's taken into custody and bought McDonald's or or Burger King, you know. But if you are unarmed and I don't know, selling cigarettes on the corner or just legally armed in your car and not being a threat like Philando Castile, you know, you can just be, you know, gunned down willy nilly. And that's why people are protesting. That's why people are protesting. And kneeling during the National Anthem, and of course everybody knows this, um, uh, certain players, uh, I don't remember exactly who, have said they've spoken to people in the, in the armed services and they say that, you know, that's a respectful way to protest is, is to take a knee. Much like in that prayer,
6: actually, That was actually M- told to Colin copper <clears throat> yeah,
5: yeah, there we go. After
6: he sat on the bench,
5: and, and that's that's much like prayer because, well, hey, Fox News decided to take a, a, a picture out of context of the Eagles taking mm-hmm. a knee in a prayer, a pregame prayer that was well before the national anthem, and claimed that they were kneeling. And the fact is, no, nobody uh, in any of those games. Uh, knelt during the national anthem that nobody from the eagles did so so there are so many layers to this fucked up white trash lie out of the white house about the eagles and other football players that i i I have so much audio on this i really don't even know where to begin but it's um and, and i guess we should probably just start at the worst place possible and that would be sarah huckabee sanders because you know she's a, the mistress uh, again she totally gave up that smoky eye uh, <laughs> maybe it's lies uh, yeah but you know here we'll, we'll 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 set her up here maybe
10: she's born with it maybe it's lies it's probably
4: lies
5: oh it's it's definitely lies so uh, all right so l- let's go ahead and uh, th- th- we're getting into different layers here too because uh, speaking of layers cakes um, and I want to I want to start off with this one this starts with uh, a question from Peter Alexander because as uh, most of you may know the uh, Supreme Court recently ruled in favor of a bigoted cake Baker um, <coughs> and uh said that oh they're 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 being their first amendment rights are being taken away if they gotta bake a cake for somebody god damn it i thought we were done with this shit um but of course we can't be Um, but, but so, so this is where it starts up. And of course, um, you know, this is gonna, uh, deviate a little bit, but we'll, we'll ease back into the Eagles thing because there's so much on this, but, Peter Alexander is right to point out this hypocrisy to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Here's clip one.
11: Why are athletes' rights to express themselves freely any different than the Bakers? Uh,
12: When it comes to the Bakers, we're pleased with the Supreme Court's decision. Uh, The First Amendment prohibits government discriminating against the basis of religious beliefs, and the Supreme Court rightly concluded that the Colorado Civil Rights Commission failed to show tolerance and respect for his religious beliefs. In this case and others, the Department of Justice will continue to vigorously defend the free speech and religious freedom First Amendment rights. So, uh,
3: so I guess my question is simple.
11: So if the White House supports the baker's right of free speech, why doesn't the White House support the player's right to free speech? Uh,
12: uh, the president doesn't think that this is an issue simply of free speech. He thinks it's about respecting uh, that the that men and women of our military. Speech. It's about respecting our national anthem and it's about standing out of pride for that
5: i'm fairly certain there are probably some gay uh, people in the military some some gays lesbians oh, uh, transgender individuals that maybe are being disrespected by this this completely not oppressed baker there's nothing in the bible it, oh god damn it you're not baking cakes in church oh
8: no exactly and and i have a friend who actually is from your neck of the woods kenny from uh from the niles holland area and she's a lesbian she's in the military she got married to one of the other people in her unit right now they're stationed in colorado springs yeah what if they went to this guy for a cake
5: Sure, you know, and then Kim, the founder of our network, she she was, uh, you know, in the military, and you know, this is, you know, I mean, there there are tons, there are thousands of you know gay people serving in the military and trans individuals too, and you know, this is so insulting, so insulting, Rain, that she she said, well. The president doesn't see what the football players is doing as a free speech issue. He views it as being disrespectful.
6: Yes. And what's interesting... I know that we're going to get into the cake story, if you don't mind me. I don't mean to... Oh, no,
5: I want to... We're actually into the the cake cake story story right now.
6: I I know we're going to get into that, but, you know, Sarah actually... She was somewhat right, because that ruling was about the Colorado... um, Civil rights group. And the ruling, if you were going to, the ruling was a very micro ruling. It doesn't make it good. Hold on, let me, please let me finish. Hold on, it doesn't make it good. But she was saying that this ruling, we stand with the ruling that the Supreme Court ruled against the Colorado civil rights thing. But then Sarah Sanders actually went on to say that that cake issue was a First Amendment issue. And she literally said, that these people these human beings kneeling or wanting to kneel it's not about their right to express and to protest it's not about the first amendment she actually said the president thinks it's about respect that is really authoritarian
8: well and there's no right to any sort of respect in the constitution there is a right to expression in the constitution yeah exactly
5: yeah and I, I, had to, I had to laugh, too, when I heard, uh, I couldn't even handle it. Why, why I, I watched a Fox and Friends clip this morning about the Eagles, uh, and they're like, oh, they disrespected the president. He's disrespecting every last one of us. Only the Trump cultists are so fucking stump-dumb they can't figure it out.
6: When they used that one picture today of a, an Eagles player kneeling, they tried to make it out to be that he was kneeling in protest when that guy was actually kneeling to pray. Yes.
8: Yeah. yeah. If you you ever go to a game, I've only ever been to two NFL games in my entire life because they're so freaking expensive, no normal person can afford it. But if you watch, there will be groups of them that gather at midfield and in the end zones, and they'll all be taking a knee and praying as a group. Yeah. From both teams. I was going to just say that, Kat. It's both teams. Like they get
6: together in prayer, and you know, if that's what they want to do, that's that's fine to me.
5: Except it has to be noted, one of those teams is praying to the wrong God because they both can't win. <laughs> <laughs>
6: there is that. There is that.
5: You know, and and to me, you know, again, taking a knee during the national anthem. How's that different than prayer? That's silent contemplation. How is it different than prayer That's a you know thing. you you it's some of those players might actually be praying at that very moment
8: but it's not standing up and giving dear leaders approved salute
5: mm. well uh, the the yeah so this is amazing so so the lies the lies about this though but yet are, are just you know again the 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 using propaganda uh, against the players uh, on Fox News to try and smear them they had to go on air and apologize for it and then again in saying well you know all these crazy fundies out there who don't want to bake a cake because it'll secure their lot in in one of the rings of hell um you know well that's their that's their totally totally totes make sense first amendment right But oh, these irrational football players who want to be grounded in reality and maybe try and save lives, literally save physical lives and not, you know, some whimsy, you know, that, oh, if I, if I provide food to a person who loves somebody I don't approve of, I will go to hell. Or whatever whatever their fucking superstition is over it not trying to demean christians at all but when it gets into this kind of bullshit i'll demean anybody no matter what their religion if they want to discriminate against somebody no keep that shit to yourself
8: well and as i said yesterday when the the ruling came out on twitter it's like I'm a Christian, and nobody's superstitious, invisible sky buddy, because I will admit, where where God and all of that comes into play, it's a lot of superstition, a lot of mythology, it's not literal truth. And none of that supersedes the rights of an individual. And that's What I'm afraid has just happened. You can talk all you want about how it's a micro ruling specific to this only case. But in writing the decision, Kennedy said that the problem was the commission didn't take seriously the deeply held religious beliefs of this baker. So any time that there's a ruling against a business for discrimination, all they have to do is say, hey, my deeply held religious belief to this batshit crazy, you can discriminate against whoever you want. Um, belief is got to be taken seriously. And, you know, a lot of them, we know the, the way these cultists think. If you say that yeah. Okay. Fine. That's your deeply held religious belief. You, you still can't discriminate. They're going to say, "Well, you didn't take it seriously." Because well, if you didn't, if you're taking it seriously and telling me that, then you're damning me to hell, and that's not good either.
5: Well, and 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 it's the you know the old adage: give them an inch, they'll take a mile too. You know. Yeah. And, and that's. This is
8: a slippery slope. This is uh, a slippery slope that I see well greased
5: yeah i absolutely and and rain to me you know what i've always said on this show is when everybody's like oh the left you don't care if muslims come in here and start sharia law and it's like no 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 motherfucker we're practicing on you we're 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 going to make sure you don't get the crazy your crazy version of sharia in here first and this to me is a blow to that that fight
6: i agree and i I want to make this clear i'm not saying i'm happy with disagreement i or this no i don't i'm not happy with what they said i
8: Um, i I understand that you're not i'm just saying i think everybody who's trying to paint it with a silver lining and say oh well it only applies in this one case and everything and i'm not mm -hmm. saying pointing at you i'm pointing at the legal analysts doing it yeah. on tv trying to keep everybody calm that oh it's only this one yeah. case don't well, worry about it yeah. no that's bullshit the door is open the grease is uh, the the slope is well greased and they're gonna shove us all down it the president well, of the naacp was on make it plain this morning saying if you think this is only gonna apply in this one case wait until they start discriminating sure. against black people because there are religious arguments for that too
5: well and rain continue though
8: no it's okay go ahead
5: um well i mean you know arguably this administration is uh uh you know discriminating against african-americans and you know it's like okay this white you know cake baker you know he's got uh first amendment rights but these uh these african-american football players or people who agree with them who aren't african-american they don't have the same rights so but here's here's
6: the thing. I do have something to say at this point. Good. I am with Kat on this. Mm-hmm. I understand what a lot of people are saying about this, this, this ruling on the Supreme Court. I don't like it. I actually do appreciate people trying to just be like, let's... Here's the thing. And right now, I do have two murder fists in front of my face. Everything that happens from this administration right now is always hair on fire Mm -hmm. and this is not to say that you know the the cake issue is not important it really is but everything right now is hair on fire and the bottom line is from this ruling to what trump is doing with the eagles i'm not an eagles fan i'm a giants fan uh <laughs> uh, yeah
8: okay so i, I know there, what you're saying
5: packers won the super but bowl I'm,
6: I'm at the point i really am i'm at the point where it's i do support the eagles when i heard yesterday when trump said they are disinvited i wanted the entire team to come out and kneel down on the south portico of the white house with the washington monument having their back yeah. and i wore to warm my giants jersey behind them because the thing is is that everything we are in a really bad situation and, everything that's happening right now needs to be viewed from the lens of of we're allowing white supremacy to take over oh absolutely when i say white supremacy i mean white straight person supremacy yes i don't agree with what happened with the with the supreme court but you know Things are shifting, and it's really dangerous.
8: Yeah, and Rain, for you to say as a Giants fan that you have the Eagles (laughs) back, anybody who's not a football fan, the fans of the Giants-Eagles... Washington and the Cowboys all hate each other's teams. Oh, we because, hate the
6: Cowboys more than anything else.
8: Yeah, well, but I, I but can, can among it. all but of the it, teams in that division, the hate is strong.
5: Yeah, but, but the the I, I, is, need, I need I need to get back the... to this audio here. So go ahead, wrap it up quick, Rain, before we. Get I, I back just to wanted
6: it. to say one one thing that bothers me about what's happening with this football thing is that I grew up with sports bringing people together. And any person, whether you're a fan of, you know, the NFL, yeah. the NBA, basketball, you know, we have our tribes, which is our team. Right. But sports, it, it generally brings people together, mm-hmm. unless, you know, the Cowboys. But unless
5: you're me, and then it
6: puts you to sleep. I know that. I, I do understand
8: and, and that. I don't like what I, he's doing. I, right. I have friends within the Blue Jackets community who are Trumpers, and, yeah, I roll my eyes when they post their Trumper bullshit online, but it's like when it comes to hockey, we're together.
5: <laughs> well, all right. I want to get to the next clip here. Um, th- this is uh, uh, more uh, from Peter, uh, uh, Peter Alexander uh, from NBC following up with uh, Sarah Hickabilly Slanders. Um, is this, you know, um, do you think maybe, maybe possibly the White House could help try to solve the social injustice that's going on with African Americans being slaughtered by cops?
0: Will the president then, if it is
11: about free speech and he supports these ideas, will the president commit to a roundtable with America's athletes yes. on topics of social injustice? I'd
12: certainly be happy to
11: ask him. Just for clarity, has he not, is it not something that has had any discussion to this point, given all the division
5: in this country? I'm going to pause it right there. Yeah, that's a no. That's a hard no, Peter Alexander. That's uh, That's no-no cat no, no, Kat, no ah! you know. That's double no no. No no,
4: no 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 no. That
5: has never even been entertained that Trump would sit down with a bunch of successful African American athletes who put him to shame physically and mentally. He I would never he surround. Bench he would. Him. They could. They could. Uh, seriously, they could clap their hands together and that cotton candy would go flying off his head. Um. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Peter Alexander, easy answer. I can tell you. No, they've never discussed this. But let's hear more of a hickabilly slander's lie.
3: ...over this topic of social justice. Certainly,
12: we look at ways every single day to unify our country. (laughs) The president
5: has uh,
12: worked actively and tirelessly to be the president of all Americans. I think you can see that reflected in the policies that he's put forth. I think one of the biggest things that you've seen come out of this administration, frankly, that is far and vastly different than previous administrations, is providing economic opportunity for all Americans. And one of the greatest equalizers that we can have is to provide a level playing field. And the president has worked increasingly hard uh, to make sure that that happens. Kevin spoke about that earlier, and he's going to continue to do that.
5: No, no, that's all lies. Oh, that's it. That's you definitely know. Maybe
10: she's born with it. Maybe it's lies.
5: It's probably lies. <laughs> so I don't know, it, or, or that is like some like next level sarcasm on her part. You know, he's working hard every day to be the president of everybody. Unless you disagree with him, and then you know you're fucking dead to him. He'll go on Twitter and he'll freak out and he'll have a tantrum and shit his pants, to smear to it on the walls. I
6: have to disagree. He is the president of every white person. Oh yeah, straight
5: person the the whole Um, the whole multicultural diverse group of straight white christian men and some of their wives
6: (laughs) shortly before we went to show Mm -hmm.
5: um
6: i heard that and if anybody can out there can find this and back me up on this because i don't like to be caught making stuff up so when he was having his America, we're going to play all the American patriotic songs. Oh yeah. He was talking he was talking to the press for a little bit and somebody actually asked him, "Would you be willing to have a round table?" and he walked away.
5: Oh, of course he did. Of course That's he did. I, I you know, and of course, I don't know if anybody saw that little shit show that he did today. It was about 7 minutes long, I think. <laughs> uh, and and there he was uh, he, he's lip syncing the national anthem and you know God bless America or whatever and you know and he's like rocking around like a you know a large incontinent toddler that can't stay focused <laughs> and you know immediately like doesn't even wait and I mean he took his hand off his heart before the song was even over and turned around and was like touching people inappropriately you know so I would any touch from Trump is inappropriate that's why I was saying he was touching people inappropriately those filthy little grabbers those little greasy claws he has always bad touch always uncle bad touch um but uh the, oh man we can't do it there's no way because the april ryan one's a little bit longer um but yeah th- things got a little heated after that but no this is but this is just you know so typical you know that ignore the issue entirely have have you? Is this something you've discussed with Trump? Or, uh, oh, I don't know. This is an, a, a, such she a huge issue in this country.
6: Such and a huge she issue. said, "I haven't talked to him. He has been making this an issue for what nine months, and she hasn't talked to him about this."
5: To in in, in it's so That's infuriating to me. It's so infuriating to me that it's such. It's just Oh, it's just a disrespect issue. Well, tell us exactly. Okay, yeah, you think it's disrespectful. All right. Well, why don't we get to the point where th- maybe people won't take a knee and you help people get to that point. And by doing that, if you want to be everybody's fucking president, you need to address other people's concerns and not just say they're wrong. It's not something so simple as, you know, uh, oh, well, you know, it's like, okay, you can't burn a cross on somebody's front yard. That is wrong. But well, you, some somebody... of those
6: cross burnings are very nice, nice burnings.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. You've got some very fine cross burnings going on. I'm sure Trump thinks that. So, but, you know... <laughs> It's just so mind-boggling to me. Yes, you can say, you can be a Blue Lives Matter person, and you can still try and accept where people are coming from from Black Lives Matter. Because I'll tell you what, a lot of Black Lives Matter people understand where Blue Lives Matter people are coming from. Yeah. In the All Lives yeah. Matter people, get a fucking clue, you dumbasses. <laughs> get a fucking clue, you entitled creepy fucks. So
6: but we have a Justice Department that doesn't even want to acknowledge police brutality. Oh
5: of course and not. That
6: you know, that comes directly because of who's in the White House.
5: Yeah, and, and Jeff, Jeff Sessions. Oh, but he wants to cry about Jeff Sessions and oh the people who came to Washington DC with stars in their eyes and all these lives are ruined and oh boo hoo 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 hoo. How many lives have you ruined, you dirty fucker? A lot. And, you know, and of course, you know, and I I have, I I, I know we got to go to break, but I had to laugh when, when Hickabilly Slanders is saying, oh, well, you know, this, all this economic." economic opportunity yeah, for his rich buddies you know how many people the tariffs are are totally fucking over right now i just had a conversation with a guy at work today uh because we're probably going to get a couple trees cut down in the backyard and he's like what kind of trees are there and like well there's an oak and there's a maple and they're really tall and he's like oh those those were money trees until trump's tariffs came in cause they used to they used to you know he's like i had a buddy who cut him down ship him across the canadian border and he make a killing on it and now trump's tariffs have totally fucked the, these people who were doing that so it's you know in uh, uh, you, you know and we're screwing over canada we're screwing over the uk we're screwing over all of our allies and uh and and of course all the farmers we talked about the farmers before so you know i mean that's i guess a larger group than you know uh, than the lumber exporters i don't know but you know i mean this is going to have epic consequences on the little guy and you know and and yeah economic opportunity my ass i mean because jobs are hemorrhaging in every sector in this country um in the minimal gains that we get are i'm convinced it's a short-term fix and you know that another thing trump you make me think about the economy way too fucking much i never used to have to do this shit Ugh. why couldn't obama just why couldn't obama just have done what all the asshole right-wingers said he was going to do and suspend the elections and become the imperial president like he always they always predicted. thanks
0: obama thanks
5: obama you proved them wrong uh, so <laughs> that would have made it so much easier.
6: Feels so bad, Kenny. I'm sorry about the no.
5: sports ball. No, I'd rather talk about the sports than the economy. But you know, <laughs> honest to God, I mean, I actually sound like I know what I'm talking about from time to time now too, which is insane. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but anyway,
10: disagree with that.
5: It's, uh, you know, I don't know. We're, we're, you know what? I, I'm going uh, to. You damn, know what? I'm if so... we're going
6: to go back to sports ball, it's time we are. to take a break.
5: It's we are. We are. We got it. The
6: period is ended.
5: The period has ended. Yes, that's right. Um and... right,
8: Kat? Where is I think Kat? she's, she she's
5: muted. She's muted.
8: Yeah, I muted because I was coughing. Sorry. Oh. I it's was okay. saying, time, time out, time out. <laughs> All right, well, yes, it is time out. I think we have to go to the end of the
6: first quarter.
5: Yeah, we're going to do that, and I'm going to go to the end zone <laughs> and dump some Gatorade on my face. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
1: Occasionally I get a jerk like you are here, so thank you.
11: KennyPick.com
9: When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off this is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck This you. is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shoulder or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you Something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Fuck you, you, I'm me. That's how I'ma do. If you don't like it, fuck you. Do you? If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food. This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air.
0: This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
2: Great Scott! What is
3: that? It's
2: really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's
6: terrible,
11: by the way. Totally overproduced.
1: The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings.
6: Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You!
1: Other worse it's showtime.
5: It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Funny anecdote uh, from today before we continue. Um, I, I've been looking for uh, Ed Wood related things because I'm going to be doing an Ed Wood special soon, and I was trying to track down a copy of Criswell predicts. Uh, it was on LP and released on on CD many years ago and I found a CD over on discogs of it. And last night I sent, I submitted, you know, my information to the seller and, uh, and today I got the invoice for it. And right before the show, I sent the payment and then I got a notification on my phone and, and it said, uh, you know, payment successfully sent to Greg Turkington. And I thought to myself greg turkington why the hell does that name sound so familiar and i typed it into google (laughs) um it's it's the actor who plays neil hamburger (laughs) i bought a cd from neil hamburger everybody um and uh and i it it, he's from la and everything it's got to be the same dude um and uh and apparently he's a big fan of the who everybody so and he likes some oddball kind of loungy stuff too. No surprise there. Um but anyway, welcome back to the show. Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Do you know do you know Neil Hamburger by chance? No. Okay. No,
6: but I kneeled. I have kneeled before oh, okay.
5: a hamburger. Have you, uh, I've knelt on a hamburger. <laughs> and uh only during the national anthem do I kneel on hamburgers.
7: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is good, that.
5: Good padding <laughs> on the knee, especially if it's like a triple um and (laughs) hey that's baseball um and and of course uh uh, filling in for joe tonight kat from columbus ohio welcome back to the program
8: thank you very much kenny and i know that you're gonna get to it but at this point i don't care who wins the nba finals even though i'm a life well a life in ohio long Cavs fan
5: (laughs) Yeah, I uh, go, uh, you know, I, I say um, go Golden State Warriors because it'll be less of a headache for me. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I just feel it's a really a so and selfish and
8: people celebrating downtown.
5: It's so selfish of me.
8: <laughs> well, wait, so if it happens this year and if the Cavs win,
6: that means like the Republicans are going to be like, look, look, we won the inauguration again.
5: Ugh. Yeah, really. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll show the, the they'll have more uh, street view pictures to to recycle and reappropriate. So, uh, all right, so,
6: you can I'm sorry about you being forced into sports.
5: It, it happened. It seems to ha- you know. It always happens the same time every year too. What's going on? You blame <laughs> it on Trump. <laughs> uh, no, what I'm.
6: on his truth. It's Trump's fault. It is. Yep. It
5: is. He's causing all these sports to happen. So, um, somebody's got to play him because he sure couldn't. Uh, so, anyway, uh, although Obama, he was good at uh, dribble ball. Thanks,
0: Obama.
5: He was. Um, so, uh, <laughs> all right. So, here we go. Uh, this is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Uh, and it, 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 April Ryan could not be silenced. And I appreciate her for this. I'm going to give her a preemptive amen. Amen. Because. Amen she uh, you know on on the tail of uh, peter alexander asking you know if trump would help try and solve the problem by with a round table of athletes uh, and whatnot she interjected the most brilliant question that could be asked at the moment and this is how it went
6: yeah. Is the president aware that this is Sorry, about police-involved shootings and not about disrespecting the flag? Is the president aware of that, Sarah, I'm standing going to Stephen,
9: but I'm asking,
6: is the, this is, there's an underlying issue and it just keeps going about disrespect of the flag and soldiers. There are black and brown soldiers that fight in the military as well, who feel that taking a knee, bringing attention to police-involved shootings is something that this White House should deal with. Is the president aware that taking the knee is about police-involved shootings? The president has made His
12: position uh, crystal clear, (laughs) and.
5: yeah, he sure has. He's a racist. Uh, anyway, it's about.
12: I, yes. I, I let you rudely interrupt me, and oh. your colleague. I'm going to ask that you allow me to finish my answer. I, I would be happy to answer it if you would stop talking long enough to let me do that. What the president an has made his position crystal clear on this topic. He feels strongly that standing for our national anthem uh, is something that we should do, something that matters to what makes our country special and unique, and what sets us apart. Uh, he's not. going going to waver on that and he's not going to apologize for it. And frankly, more than 70% of Americans agree with him on that matter. If you go back to what the original intent was, this has been made a political argument of which the president is not going to back down from and he's been clear on people it. People Steven, last question. Will we deal with the April, I've addressed your question. I'm not going to continue to I
6: understand engage the with you. There, Steven. NFL is now telling people they have to stand. Will the president deal with the issue of police-involved shootings? I'm going to
12: deal with the issue of addressing your colleague's question. So Oh, can you
6: take it
8: to oh, the president and come
6: back to us, with it? Stephen? Go ahead. Always oh, happy to yield to a colleague, but let me ask you. Oh, she's such an I, asshole. I'm sorry that I did a little er after that because that man, Stephen, whoever it was, mm-hmm. said, "I am always happy to, to yield my for a colleague."
5: To yield for a colleague.
6: Yeah, that was awesome.
5: So respectful. Yes but with just she was like i'm not going to address you and i don't want to talk to you no more you know uh,
6: <laughs> i don't want to talk to you no more
5: you know i mean seriously what a, what a nasty ooh, ooh.
6: i don't want to
5: talk to you no more she's uh, you know the, i i think that's some papa huckabee racism uh uh working out there because she was uh, oh i'm not gonna address that issue with the president i'm gonna address the issue of the next question
6: After listening to today's presser, this really was, and I know you all can come at me, it's okay. Come at me, bro. This was the first time that I really, really, just, I sat back and listened, and I was like, yep. Sanders really is a white nationalist. She really is.
5: I would not come at you over that.
6: (laughs) She really is. I mean, you know, up up until, literally, up until today, I thought all right, she's just out there flailing in the wind because she's dumb as hell. But when I saw that exchange with her and April Ryan, I was like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. She really is a nationalist. Yeah. And the next thing that I thought of after that popped into my head, when Sarah Sanders said the president has made himself really clear, she is dog whistling that president really is a white nationalist more so than ever before
5: oh i i heard it i heard it there so Uh, to me
6: more so you know we've it's been my opinion of that and kat it's probably been yours but when she said numerous times during this presser today the president has made it really clear where he stands i'm thinking the white house is you know they're shifting towards yep we're a bunch of Nazis.
8: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's it's a matter of the, the media members are trying to get rationale behind where he stands. They know where he stands. They're asking about where he stands. They're mm-hmm. asking for the rationale of why is that where he stands. That's why today's presser
6: to me was such an eye-opener, because I think a lot of the media that goes into that room day in and day out, they have a suspicion but it's not their job to editorialize it Mm. and today i feel like they made it really clear the president has made it clear where he stands he really thinks that people who kneel are sons of a bitches and if they don't come out maybe they shouldn't be in the united
8: states and he was talking about black nfl players well it's what it is is he's trying to conflate the flag with himself, with the military, with the nation as a whole. And basically, if you really read into that, what's there, he's saying, I am the state.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And he is white and he is America and Obama was black and he was Kenya and where's the birth certificate. And the, you know why Budweiser changed their name to America beer that one time it was because of Trump. He really, truly thinks he has become the embodiment of America. He really, truly does. And his stump-dumb cultists believe that, too. Um, And I apologize. I know some people have a hard time listening to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. I do have a fair amount of audio from her today. Only because I think this is, again, like Rain said, this is... This is, you know, this is a bullhorn. It's not a dog whistle. I'm surprised she didn't say, you know, the president has made it snow white, his opinion, instead of crystal clear. Because that's almost kind of what I heard. It's like, you know. um, But uh, this is from earlier. I think this is from earlier in the day. um, But this is her. they the the rationale for why the Eagles uh, again lies upon lies upon lies as to why the Eagles were disinvited to the White House, right Yes, this. this is just like uh, pick a fucking lane lady yes. <laughs> and that is not a yeah. knock at women drivers, uh, not at all um no. so. <laughs> But no, it's like, you know, fucking stick to pick a story and stick to it. Um, here, Here you go.
9: On the president's decision to disinvite the Eagles, he's uh,
2: suggesting this is about the national anthem. Is the president aware that not a single player on the
8: Eagles through the entire season knelt for the national anthem? Uh,
13: The
12: president's position on uh, not just the anthem has been clear, but let's not forget this isn't. uh, There were 80 members of the Eagles organization that RSVP'd and committed to attend this event uh, as recently as Friday as well. Well, as over a thousand fans uh, of the Eagles organization and the Eagles are the one.
5: By the way, that's that's a lie um, right there, because I forget who it was, but somebody asked uh, uh, some journalists went around the audience and asked a whole bunch of people like who who the quarterback was for the Eagles and not one person could say who it was.
6: Well, um, before we get back to that clip, it is a lie. Because most of those people out there listening to God Bless America, God Bless America, they were all wearing suits. Yeah. Because it turns out most of them were White House employees.
8: But the funny thing is, Swedish television caught somebody taking a knee during it all.
5: I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. That was good.
6: You know, so the bottom line is that. You know, there were supposed to be a lot of Eagles fans that came in with the team. Mm hmm. And the team didn't show up. And so Trump had to find somebody to, like, you know, toss out on the lawn like a freaking Easter egg.
5: Yeah, probably, uh, I don't know, maybe he gave out uh, free McDonald's um, because he orders enough for an army. Uh, but anyway, uh, back to the clip here. And see if you can follow Sandra- Sarah Huckabee Sanders' uh, uh, stories that
12: tried to change their commitment at the 11th hour. And the president, Eleventh frankly, hour. thinks that the fans deserve better than that. And therefore, we changed the ceremony uh, to be a focus on celebrating our great country. Why feel like
5: this is about the national anthem? Uh, I just want to pause it right there. there. We do have one of those coming up. I don't know if Trump knows about this, but it's uh, next month, about this same time on the 4th. Might want to put that in your calendar, dipshit.
3: And is he concerned that you from Steph Curry and from LeBron James, the suggestion that whoever wins the NBA championship, they're unlikely to be here. Is this about something more than the
5: national anthem? Something other than the national anthem? Why? yes, it is. If
12: this wasn't a political stunt by the Eagles franchise, then they wouldn't have planned to attend the event and then backed out at the last minute. And if it wasn't a political stunt, then they wouldn't have attempted to reschedule the visit uh, when they knew that the president was going to be overseas, and if this wasn't a political stunt, they wouldn't have waited until Monday, well after a thousand of their fans had traveled and taken time out of their schedules to offer only a tiny handful of representatives to attend the event. Pamela? be clear on that point, this isn't about the National Anthem, it's about so few players coming in the end, correct? Certainly the President uh, has been very clear what his position is in regards to the National Anthem. Uh, We've never wavered on that. The President thinks that people should stand for the National Anthem. Um, particularly when it comes to the nfl it's not about a particular team it's about having pride in our country and about uh being respectful to the men and women who have fought and died uh, to preserve our country in terms of this the eagles are the ones that changed their commitment at the last minute the president felt it was appropriate to change the event to be a
8: ceremony to celebrate our country shut Shut up
5: seriously okay good
8: okay let, let me interject one thing here right now. First of all, from the day after the Super Bowl had, had finished, there were at least 10 players from the Eagles who said the night they won and the next morning that they were not going to the White House. So this yes. is not sudden. No. Thank you, Kat. And one of those players, Chris Long, played for the Patriots the year before. And when the Patriots went to the White House, he didn't go then either. Mm Because he's a
6: Patriot, but not one of those Patriots. Because we don't have to talk about (laughs) them. Okay. Um, (laughs) No, Kat's right. A whole bunch of players came out and said, we're not going to go. And And and
5: that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody, even the sports illiterate like myself.
6: What pisses me off about all of this is that we're finding out that only 10 players might have shown up. I haven't found any proof of that. That's not even, to me, that's not even the point. I I don't know if we have the audio for it, but when or if we played it because i am still i am
5: yeah n- I, know, I know about
6: this <laughs> i really am uh, what uh, was well wait, hold wait, on Let rain. That sarah sanders went on to say oh they decided to pull a political stunt and say we want to reschedule
7: Mm-hmm.
6: that's bullshit it because is. here on local on local radio what the what the, what the eagles team said and i asked I did. I put it out there on Twitter. I didn't get a couple of answers, but I found an answer. What, what the Eagles did is said, okay, since he canceled, we're not gonna send we're not gonna send our, our the people down there. What we're gonna do is we're gonna reschedule and we're gonna come to DC when we can like have the entire team and do something for charity. Sure. when sarah sandra sits back and says and she said it today when she lies canceled because they wanted to reschedule this event when the president was out of the country during the 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 north korea summit she is lying
5: oh yeah all right cat what were you gonna say she's
8: She's talking so of course she's lying Mm but um the 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 fact of the matter is it's going to come down to uh, the point where either you have to sit there and salute dear leader or he's just going to throw a tantrum. I mean, look at the tweet that he put out today about, well, we had Martin Truex Jr. who's the NASCAR champion and it was a wonderful visit and great sport and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Dude, do you realize that their ratings are in the tank worse than the NFL's? Their attendance is so bad that they've taken seats out of speedways so it doesn't look like they're racing in front of a bunch of empty stands. And you're sitting there talking about how the the unpatriotic NFL is hurting so bad, but NASCAR, it's so wonderful and patriotic. It, Everybody's hurting, asshole, because mm-hmm. sports are becoming too damn expensive for the common person to attend.
5: Yeah. So, um, uh, I got a couple of short clips here I want to play because uh, I've got the longer Jake Tapper stuff, but it's gonna have to wait until after the break. Um, but this is uh, this is a uh, hometown hero, LeBron James. Go, King James! You have a number on your shirt. I don't remember what it is.
8: Twenty three.
5: 23. Ken. See?
8: Hang in Same there, as Kenny. Michael Jordan.
5: I remembered. In
8: there,
5: Kenny. I box. remembered after Kat reminded me. Um, so, and fu- funny, funny, the Steve Care clip is actually 23 seconds long, but the LeBron James one is a minute long. Um, but uh, here we go. This is what LeBron James uh, had to say about this today. Do you have
11: any comment on Trump un- uninviting uh, the Eagles to White House after most of the black players decided not to go? Uh, well I just actually just found out about it when I was walking up to the podium. I ain't really digested enough but um, it's typical of him. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm um, just um, you know typical of him. and um, I don't know I mean I mean I know no matter who wins this series no ones no one wants to invite anyway so it won't be Golden State or Cleveland going. Any thoughts on the stand the black players made? Um, well I mean listen we have a, we have a lot of freedom um, in our country, and um, guys um, men or female um, have the right to do what they want to do um, you know in a very um respectful manner and um, I think if they decide they don't want to go then they have the right
5: yeah, so uh, yeah. To we'll me, res-
6: that's a really important point. They have the right if they don't want to go. Yeah. The same with the Eagles. They do have the right. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, the fact that Trump was like, oh, well, they're exercising their right and there's only going to be 10 people behind me. Well, I don't want any of you.
5: That um- is one of the <clears> throat>
6: biggest, throat> pussiest. I shouldn't even say pussy because pussies are strong and beautiful and lovely. It's cowardice.
5: Yeah. So um, here is uh, uh, oh, Adam's coming. Is Adam coming down on LeBron for saying I don't need no college? I said the same thing. Yeah, I said the same thing. Look at me. I didn't go to college. Um. So uh, I turned my I turned my snoot up at that too, and I'm doing okay. Um. So here's uh, uh Steve Care from the Golden. Uh, uh, oh oh the the head coach of the golden state warriors <laughs> See, i i was i was making rain and cat laugh before uh the the show tonight because i was like oh it, it, rain was like oh you knew who he was and i was like well i, I copied and pasted from the story into my lit, cli, you know a uh, uh, clip description so and i didn't studied. forget i studied i did my homework but I don't need no college. Um, I got the internet. Um, Steve Kerr, Golden State Warriors, head coach. Um,
11: it's not surprising. Uh, I think, um, you know, the president has made made it pretty clear he's going to try to divide us, all of us in this country, for political gain. Um, so um, it's just the way it is. Uh, I think, um, you know, we all look forward to the day when it can, we can go back to just having a celebration of athletic achievement.
5: Yes. That was very thoughtful, thoughtful sentiment, even though I still don't like sports because of it. But I like him. I like him. He's got moxie. Um. So, uh, and like Chutzpah. Chutzpah. So, yeah, and Kat, uh, you, uh, you imparted some trivia on me. Uh, that uh, Steve Kerr was at once a Cavaliers basketball man at one point
8: yeah in the late 80s or there about when he first was out of college he went to college at Arizona and he played for the Cavaliers the first season or two mm-hmm. he was in the NBA
5: yeah so um, so yeah so there was a response from actual athletes yes nobody is going there was another clip but it wasn't it wasn't as nice and tight. Uh, from a Golden State player who said, "Yeah, I share LeBron's sentiment. Nobody, n- neither team, whoever wins, isn't going to the White House. No, no invitation will be accepted." So, guess what? Just save the taxpayers a, a few cents on a stamp. So, um,
6: I, I know we have to go to break. I'm going to make this really quick. I am disgusted, and I mean this. That sports have become so. so with regard to this president, it becomes so political. I, it it's gross. It's yeah, gross. It there have been people who who have said, "I don't want to go to the White House because I don't like this president." That's fine, but when you have a president who says, "Oh, you all don't want to come see me," well, then none of you can come see me. So nanny, nanny, boo, boo.
5: Yeah, you don't want to kneel before your the orange clown, then you know yeah. none of you can come so yep good point but anyway um we'll, we'll talk about this more because we have a, a big uh, great piece from jake tapper from uh right before the show started tonight that we want to get to thank you rain for finding me a quality one since raw story can't seem to encode videos without hiccups and glitches in them what is up raw story Mediaite fixed their problem um uh, but anyway <laughs> we're gonna hit the break we'll be right back with lots more turn up the night with me rain and cat right after this
7: turn up Turn up the night Turn up the night
2: Turn up the night Turn up the night with
9: Kenny Pick
2: This is
5: Metal aficionado Kenny Pick every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern It's gods and monsters Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heaping helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff you'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the leviathan and shrapnel records catalogs rare gems from the new wave of british heavy metal some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal and rock and metal from around the globe gods and monsters every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m eastern right here on indie media weekly
6: Welcome
0: to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pitt.
3: Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail.
1: Yes, who
4: said that? Thank
1: you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed.
5: Welcome back to the weekend of Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on uh, IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide. Wishful thinking on my part, because this weekend will usher in my first staycation of the year, my first full staycation, so very excited about that. howdy, howdy, who? Howdy, who, everybody, and of course, uh, Rain from 4Freedom's blog in Washington, D.C., welcome back to the program.
6: Hi, everybody yes it's tuesday but it feels like a week
5: oh god yeah that's another reason why tuesdays feel like the weekend anymore too jesus god and of course cat from columbus ohio my sister from another mister welcome back uh, glad you could join us for all three hours and subbing for jew
8: free the cakes
5: yeah there you go so uh i'm down for free cake right now actually i had a i had one of those reese's bars what are, what are they called i they're pretty good they're called Reese's Outrageous, and it has Reese's Pieces inside of it. It's amazing. So, uh, chocolate peanut butter and Reese's Pieces—crazy talk. Anyway, uh, welcome back, and uh, let's go ahead. Uh, I, I want to get this uh, get this out of the way. Um, it's a long clip. Um, but it's um, and it, it's five minutes long, but I'll pause it at least uh, a couple times here once or twice. Uh, but it's Jake Tapper from the opening of his program The lead today. Uh, and basically he just destroys Trump on you know the, <laughs>
3: the the hypocrisy and lies coming out about the eagles right now Uh, here you go just minutes ago president trump was on the south lawn of the white house holding the event that he staged in lieu of the one originally scheduled to honor the super bowl champion philadelphia eagles most of the philadelphia eagles had no intention of attending the white house celebration a member of the team tells me so last night after president trump heard that so few eagles were willing to come he canceled the whole event Mr. Trump then claimed that the Eagles were not attending because, quote, they disagree with their president because he insists that they proudly stand for the national anthem, hand on heart, in honor of the great men and women of our military and the people of our country, unquote. Now, according to the member of the Eagles with whom I spoke, that claim by President Trump is a lie. This player tells me that... Not one Eagle cited the president's view on anthem protests when discussing the reasons they did not want to attend. And in point of fact, not once during the regular or postseason did any members of the Philadelphia Eagles kneel during the national anthem. Not once. Now, it's true that one player knelt during preseason, but he was cut. And team captain and safety Malcolm Jenkins did raise his fist several times during the anthem to protest racial inequality and police brutality. But Jenkins never knelt. Now, once the fact that none of the Eagles ever knelt was pointed out to President Trump? He tweeted, quote, staying in the locker room for the playing of our national anthem is as disrespectful to our country as kneeling. Sorry. Yeah.
5: Okay, Trump knows less about sports than me because I even knew who what team that was that was the Steelers I remember that story so anyway Tapper continuing Uh,
3: that was the Steelers the Pittsburgh Steelers who stayed in the locker room during the anthem Mr. President it was not the Philadelphia Eagles again the suggestion that it was the Eagles who did that false deceptive a lie thank you
5: thank you false deceptive a lie amen amen uh, it can't be said enough about how uh, how these people are liars. Dishonesty, uh, misspeaking, whatever other, you know, uh, semantics they want to use. No, it's fucking lies. Dirty, yeah, he said filthy it. lies. So thank you, Tapper, for pointing that out. But, yeah. Liar! I, I
4: mean, you know, uh, uh,
5: the okay well they knelt no they didn't kneel oh well they stayed in the locker oh well they didn't stay in the locker room again
6: pick a a a lie lane
5: yeah yeah pick a lie lane so oh i'm sure that 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 probably uh you know oh no a
3: fist um anyway continuing This afternoon, the White House launched a third attack on a football team. White House press secretary Sarah Sanders claiming, quote, the vast majority of the Eagles team decided to abandon their fans, unquote. I know a few (laughs) Eagles fans who would hotly dispute that. But either way, minutes ago, Sanders launched yet another White House attack, accusing the Eagles of staging a, quote, political stunt because they told the White House rather late in the game that so few players wanted to come. Now, this does all come in a context The context of former First Lady Barbara Bush and current Senator John McCain not wanting President Trump to attend their funerals. The context of this bizarre new era where most of a Super Bowl winning team does not want to visit the President of the United States. So why? Why did so many Eagles want to skip the event? I asked that member of the team and he told me, quote, Reasons vary from player to player because the president gives people so many reasons not to want to go. Lots of guys who are white and even conservative balked at the possibility of going, unquote. A nod in that statement, you'll notice, to the racial realities here. Blacks comprised about three quarters of the Super Bowl winning Eagles team. Malcolm Jenkins, one of the most active players in the social justice movement, told Philadelphia Magazine before the 2016 election that among, quote, the reasons that I didn't like Trump, he says borderline racist things and says crazy things about women, unquote.
5: All right, I'm going to pause it right there. There's still more. But to me, this was stunning because they, they, they said there's, a, what, about 70 people on the team, right? About 70.
8: Well, I think um, is 70%.
5: Well, no, 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 I'm saying there's 70 players and, uh, go ahead.
8: The active roster during the season is about 53 players, but once you count coaching staff and all of that in there, then you're talking at least 70 people.
5: Okay, so now about 10 uh, of those people were willing to go, all right? That's, you know, that's about 15% of the team. It's not bad shouldn't be an insult. You know. That's, you know, uh, close to 20% of the organization wants to be there. But you're going to say...
6: I'm just going to say it. I need to say it. It's not going to be enough for, like, the Patriots last year, for them to all stand on the steps, Mm -hmm. going down, and stand, you know, having them all stand behind Trump.
5: He wants
8: his photo lost. Cat, you, you know the picture I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. And last year when the Patriots went, it was only about 40 or so people from the team who were there. Thank you. Which is why they had to make them
6: stand on the steps.
5: So it was basically, it, it, basically, he wasn't going to get the photo up he wanted. So he threw a, exactly. a, a, a hissy fit yeah. and, and said, no, you know so that's the fashion in which he operates the fashion um and
6: uh to me ken this is something that is amazing to me because Mm -hmm. you know this is a guy who loves photo opportunities he could have just accepted those 10 eagles players members of the organization he could have like blown that shit up and been like here's those 10 who loved me and now we're gonna sing god bless you mercer
5: Sure, and he could have gotten an Oval Office <laughs> yeah. shot with him and everything just like he got with, you know, Turd Nugget and Sarah Palin and, uh, and in Old and old Man Rock. <laughs> so, Old Man Not Rock. I'm sorry. He's not a kid and he does not rock. I know what rock is and you, sir. Do not rock. <laughs> sorry. Old Man Not Rock. But, That's his new name, everybody. Kid Rock, Old Man Not Rock. Go
8: ahead. But... But, yeah, he could have taken the opportunity to say, look at these wonderful patriots who yes. turn out with me today and celebrate our country. Instead, he had to go and make it all about himself as per usual.
5: Yeah. yeah.
8: Seriously. I mean, I I don't
6: know what would have been a good outcome for this whole mess. But what I do know is that Trump made it worse.
5: Uh, really per, you, per usual,
6: <laughs> you know, I just, I disinvite the entire Philadelphia Eagles team.
5: Hold on. That <laughs> dumpster fire doesn't look big enough here. I got this jug of kerosene okay. and maybe this manure I can throw in it to really stink the place up. Let's do that. Uh, let's put a few pipe bombs in it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, let's finish up the last two minutes of Jake Tapper here.
3: In February of this year, after the Super Bowl, now former Eagles wide receiver Tory Smith said this to Don Lemon.
9: If I told you that I was invited to a party by an individual that I believe is sexist or has no respect for women, or I told you that this individual um, has said offensive things towards many minority groups and I don't feel comfortable by it, this this individual also called my peers and my friends, SOBs, um, you would understand why I wouldn't want to go to that party. So why is it any different when this person has a title of President of the United States? Um,
2: In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen.
5: Well, you can't tell that to Republicans because, you know, Mitt Romney, let's see Mitt Romney, see Ted Cruz, see Mike Lee, see all these, these knob polishers, um, you know, now that, you know, uh, Trump is in, well, I guess we gotta, we gotta play nice, even though we said all these horrible things about him, you know, now, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of got a taste for boots now. I think I can do this. You know, you, oh, you walk, you walk through like actual raw human sewage in those boots. Hmm. That's perfect let me let me uh, put my bib on um but yeah you know but uh, unlike politicians these athletes are still human beings and they still have their souls intact and they're like you know what that guy's in the clan i'm not going to his party
6: yeah and they're actually standing up with the resistance yes to me, that's something. It, it might be an underreported story, but the fact that they don't want to go, they're pretty much saying he's a jackwad.
5: Yeah, and and you know, I'll say this too. I mean, I, I know, uh, I, and Adam has a fair criticism. Is like, you know, yeah, maybe we should be admiring sort, you know, sorcerers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should be worshiping sorcerers and wizards of science and mathematicians and inventors. And I get that. I get that. I totally get that. But be grateful that the majority of these people who are, you know, highly respected and highly admired by the community at large have their souls intact. Be glad that LeBron James is out there Saying to you know the you know saying this and that the young people that admire him might absorb a little bit of that and be like, "Hey, if this guy if this guy stinks to LeBron, he stinks to me," you know. So, but you know, seriously, we should pay more respect to sorcerers. <laughs> I don't know why I well,
8: And 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 like I told adam in response to that we can admire athletes and scientists both
9: and, and sorcerers you have,
8: pe- you have people who are scientists who have been athletes like neil degrasse tyson sure and and i'm not 100 percent positive but i'm pretty sure sally wright had been an athlete when she was in school as well and mm-hmm. you know i completely agree with you kat
6: on the other hand, right now in the world that we live in here today, yeah, athletes have a platform, right? Unfortunately, way more than scientists
5: and sorcerers, with
6: the exception and, so, and sorcerers, <laughs> yes. Which
8: and, it, and I'm not saying that it's right that the athletes have such an outsized platform, but you know, actors have an outsized platform in that regard yeah, it's as not,
6: well. It's, it's not necessarily right or wrong, but the right. bottom line is, you know what? Support the platform that's out there.
5: Yeah.
8: Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm not going to sit there and, and complain that George Clooney gets all of this attention for the things he does because he's only an actor and we should be <laughs> admiring authors instead. He's also know? a
5: sorcerer though. He's not just an actor. He's also a sorcerer. <laughs>
8: Well, to look that young at his age, I'm
5: sure. <laughs> yes, it takes a little rich Chris. The
8: point that, the point uh. that I, th- I
6: hope we're all in agreement is that, you know what? Yes, we should have more scientists out there on the front lines, but this is not the world that we live in right
5: now. Yeah. All right, uh, back to back to the Jake Tapper clip. Uh, we got about a minute left here.
3: Defensive end Chris Long was raised in Charlottesville, Virginia. He expressed horror. At President Trump's response to the Nazis and white supremacists who marched there, tweeting, quote, the lack of condemnation of said groups is either a calculated omission to pander to an ugly corner of our country, or he agrees with those folks, unquote. He has long opposed any White House visit.
5: My son grows up and I believe the legacy of our president is going to be what it is. I don't want him to say, hey, dad, why'd you go when you knew the right thing was to not go?
3: Now, the Eagles who are on the record about their issues with the president, they've made it clear that they believe President Trump seeks to divide, not to unite the American people. In the interest of full disclosure, I should tell you, if you don't already know, I'm from Philly, I'm a huge fan of the Eagles, all of them, the ones who wanted to go to the White House and the ones who didn't want to go to the White House, but far more than being a fan of any sports team, I am a huge fan of the truth. When you look at this controversy, when you look at the president lying about the Eagles, taking a knee during the anthem, when you look at falsely suggesting the Eagles stayed in the locker room, when you look at the White House press secretary paid with your tax dollars attacking the team over and over, ask yourself, when members of the Philadelphia Eagles say the president seeks to divide us, are they wrong? Uh, no, they're not. They're totally
5: right. In Jake Tapper. In
2: Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen.
5: There you go. So uh but yeah uh you know they're not wrong i love that the the guy you know i forget the sports man's name who said you know if if my kid says to me down the road you know dad what did you do oh you know I, i you know i went and i did some cocaine off his desk in the oval office that was fun um I'm, I don't have facts to back that up that that's what I Trump does. I don't
2: have facts to back this up.
5: But a lot of people are saying that Trump does cocaine in the Oval Office. Um, that's why he many sniffles people, so much. Many people.
2: Many
8: people are saying?
5: There have been reports. All I know is what I read on the internet. All of those things Trump well, has said. Well, uh,
8: I'll, <laughs> I'll have to check with him and get back to you on that.
5: Oh, yeah, yeah. God bless
8: <laughs> Jake Tapper.
5: God bless him. God bless, god bless you god bless
6: i really do i, United I, just, I love what <laughs> i love what tapper said i love the fact that he said that and made it clear that he's a he's an eagles fan
5: mm-hmm.
6: Full but disclosure. He, he brought it out there this is a this is a whole hot damn mess
5: I, i'll tell you what uh, you know i got really pissed off many many times and i've said this plenty of times on the show i've gotten really pissed off at jake tapper For what I thought was him going unfairly after President Obama, Um, and uh, but damn it, I'll tell you Uh, you what—you know—I look forward to (laughs) disagreeing with him about you know how he feels about a president that I admire, you know. Um,
8: Well, and the the thing is, he he may have have taken taken why he likes the Eagles
6: because
8: the (laughs) Eagles really. But go on, I'm sorry. (laughs) And, you know, maybe maybe Tapper was a little bit harsher on Obama than you might have liked for him to be, but at least it was never a situation where Tapper had to call Obama a liar. Yeah. That's
6: true.
5: That's absolutely true.
8: He really did. He called Trump a liar.
5: Yeah.
6: And we don't get that a lot from our media right now. For many reasons but he did he called him a liar
5: yeah absolutely so
6: takeaway. that's a really big takeaway
5: yeah um well i'll tell you what let's go ahead and go to break a little bit early um we're probably gonna have to shift gears because we've been talking about this in the entire show for the most part but we got some other interesting little tidbits in there i got a little a bit of education bench, on we, sports
6: What football looks like right
5: yes um that's the brown one right um
8: yeah brown pointy ends
5: yeah okay gotcha kind of looks like a
8: white laces
5: yeah yep yep
8: and the white laces are about 30 percent of the ball does that mean if it has
5: white laces in it does that mean that the football is a, a skinhead (laughs)
7: <laughs> oh,
5: No. Because <laughs> yeah, you know that's what skinheads do. Unfortunately, I know more about yeah. skinheads than sports. Oh
7: God,
1: what's wrong
4: with me?
5: Um, so oh, only because I got totally beaten nearly to death by two of them. Uh, so it's good to know your enemy. Sports people aren't my skinheads enemies. Skinheads are footballs. Skinheads, skinheads are my enemies. Okay. I'd like to use their heads as footballs, um, but that. Probably be way too light. Probably be way too light. Uh, So anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Green News Report coming up. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll uh, see what other trouble we can get in here tonight. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just keep talking. I should hit a button. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So
1: new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition.
11: KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, June 5, 2018.
1: Lifting the restrictions on clean, very clean coal. We're going to
13: put the miners back to work. Trump administration moves toward unprecedented bailout of failing coal plants.
0: What we're seeing with this decision here is that it's given a lie to the idea that the Trudeau government is really serious about tackling climate change.
13: Canada's prime minister nationalizes controversial tar sands pipeline. New renewable electricity surpasses new fossil fuel generation. Plus, G7 nations subsidize fossil fuels to the tune of $100 billion a year, despite pledges.
11: All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This guy could tweet about the Hawaii volcano. What'd he make it about him? I'm orange and gassy. Where's my headline? This is your Green News Report. I'm
7: gonna soak up the sun.
11: Okay, Desi Doyen, speaking of volcanoes, we've all been watching this volcano in Hawaii and sort of out of nowhere... Deadly eruption Down in Guatemala
13: Yes, you're right uh, Down in Hawaii Residents living On the flanks Of the Kilauea volcano Have had some time To evacuate In advance of Slow-moving lava That's destroyed Nearly 120 homes And a geothermal Power plant However, many Were not so fortunate In Guatemala Where the aptly named Fuego volcano Erupted violently And suddenly On Sunday With a pyroclastic flow That has reportedly Engulfed several villages And killed more than 60 people as of airtime. Hmm. Meanwhile, here in the U.S., President Trump is trying a new tack to bail out financially struggling coal and nuclear power plants that are unable to compete against cheaper renewables and natural gas. He's ordered Energy Secretary Rick Perry to find ways to save those uneconomical coal and nuclear plants from retirement. And now a leaked administration proposal calls for asserting emergency federal powers to force grid operators to purchase electricity from coal-fired power plants, regardless of the cost, under the pretense of national energy security. It would be an unprecedented intervention into U.S. energy markets that would raise rates on consumers and increase air pollution.
11: And for those of you who forgot, this would also be the government picking winners and losers, specifically picking coal and nuclear as the winners, and everyone else, apparently, as the losers.
13: Yep. And of that new proposal, the nation's largest grid operator, P. J.M. Interconnection said in a statement, quote, there is no such need for any such drastic action and warned that this kind of federal intervention would be damaging to the markets and costly to consumers. And
11: this is not necessarily going through. This is a draft plan from the Trump administration. They still have yet to announce officially this uh, notion under national security measures.
13: Yes, it's still just a draft. We'll see if it stays that way. Meanwhile, in Canada, indigenous tribes, environmental groups, and the province of British Columbia have all condemned Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's decision to purchase the Trans Mountain Pipeline system from Houston-based owner Kinder Morgan for $3.5 billion. Trudeau committed unspecified additional billions in taxpayer money to complete a stalled expansion of the pipeline as well. In an interview on the broadcast, Alex Dukas of the non-profit Group Oil Change International called the nationalization of the pipeline a betrayal of Trudeau's promises to act on climate change.
0: This is sort of how do we use every government lever at our disposal to support industry and to make sure that these projects go ahead, irrespective of the cost to the Canadian public and irrespective of the environmental and climate damage. They basically pulled one over on the Canadian government for a failing project that they knew wasn't going to get built.
13: Dukas says that both Trump and Trudeau now appear to be more alike than he had previously hoped.
0: They're both willing to step in and nationalize parts of the fossil fuel industry, but not for the reasons of a managed decline of the industry to help address climate change. No, it's to prop up the industry and, and keep the dollars flowing uh, to the petro state and to uh, coal executives.
13: And now a new analysis finds that wealthy nations still spend more than 100 billion dollars per year on government subsidies for fossil fuels, despite their pledges to end such subsidies by 2025. In a report released on Monday in advance of the G7 summit in Canada this week, the researchers said, quote, governments often say they have no public resources to support the clean energy transition. Yet Britain, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan and the United States have taken no steps to phase down the $100 billion a year in support for fossil fuels at home and abroad. Finally, some good news. Reuters reports that a record amount of renewable electricity capacity was installed worldwide last year as the cost of wind and solar is now even more competitive with fossil fuels. The report found that in 2017, more new renewable energy Energy capacity was added, then new fossil fuel generation.
11: We'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
9: Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial
5: Radio, all the power without the tower.
8: This is Kenny Pick. On Turn Up the Night.
11: I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 horn. You're like
4: a word genius, and everything I say, (laughs) you twist it around and make me look dumb.
11: I love the way he (laughs) talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At
1: IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky.
5: I do talk honky. I need a drop. What should I do? Can't do it. I can't find one. Uh the there we go i got a few of them laying around uh but anyway uh welcome back to the program and of course bay, Lu- bay lewis says pig skinhead see there's the the combo of the skinhead football so pig skinhead uh anyway welcome back to the show uh cat uh joining us uh sitting in for all three hours for joe while he is away thank you for for helping us out
8: uh you're welcome and We do have some early New Jersey primary results.
5: Yeah? Uh, Anything good?
8: Well, as of the moment, um, the the one key race that most of the networks are following is the Senate primary for Mm -hmm. the Democrats. And Menendez is ahead 60-40 against his challenger.
5: Yeah, Bob Menendez. Yes. Hmm. All right. Who is I,
8: under investigation for his corruption?
5: Yeah, that's what that's what I thought that Bob Nenda. I thought
8: that was close. <laughs> well, uh, they they've only got um, 39 out of over 6,300 precincts counted, so it's like I said, early.
5: <laughs> yeah. All right, and also joining us on the program. The one and only rain from four freedoms blog washington dc welcome back my friend
6: hello 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 hello
5: excellent so and uh excellent. i don't know if we have any birthdays out there or not the suzes was sunday and it's only right you know we, we double up on people's uh birthday boners yes. when it's only a couple days away uh we still got some more presents rolling in for the Sus, but i got her some very cool stuff some knitting stuff uh, a ball. Uh, I think it's a ball. You see now. Now it's going to be like talking about sports again. I'm talking about knitting. It's. I think it's a ball winder. Ken,
6: you just don't like balls.
5: A ball winder. Ball. It, it, uh, it's a. It's a little. It has a crank. And you put your yarn on wow. it, and it puts it into a ball. I helped her with it the other day, uh, and some needles and some a lot of other fun stuff. Some paint. All ca- I, seriously I, there, I, I ordered her like 40 things <laughs> so um and uh but yeah so and, and i think she she had a good time but you know we do birthday month so we're gonna do lots of fun things uh for our birthdays because we're both both june babies um both gemini's the four of us get along just fine hey, hey! um oh, i hate that joke That's such a dad joke, and I'm not a dad. Uh, But, yeah, so, uh, well, I'm a cat dad. I'm a cat dad. My cats love my jokes, i got to say. They always look approvingly at me every time I tell them a joke. They don't laugh, but I know they're laughing in their hearts. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, so I feel like doing name-calling tonight, so we're going to go ahead and do name-calling right now. All
10: right, let's get straight to the biscuits.
5: All right. So in our chat room, Mr. Adam Hebert from Mike Jack Radio, heard seven to ten p.m. Eastern every Saturday, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Uh, Belua, of course, uh, good one with the pigskin head. Our good friend Jake Colley, uh, uh, Ken Senior, hello, Dad, um, and uh, oh, Father's Day is coming up too. Oh, oh, the things, the things that I will buy. I don't know it's probably gonna be a gift card (laughs) so I mean (laughs) I'm just gonna be honest you know it's like you know who doesn't want free money to spend on what they want because dad's like me I have everything I need I have everything I want I don't know what I want until I see it you know so unless there was something I knew of for sure I offered to buy him an electric mower but he said nah I like the one that I have um and uh living on long island is with us as well oh hey miles in south florida is in the chat that means michelle can't be far behind i know she's been having sinus issues and stuff and so have i this week oh it was so rough this morning uh so hang in there um and of course moon Mayor is out there uh not the biggest moon is not the biggest fan of the audio that i play on the program <laughs> so w- don't worry coming up since my birthday is around the corner um, I think my birthday is on Friday this year. Is it not? Because I think on um, uh, uh, what I'm going to do, yeah, Friday the 15th, that's my actual birthday. We're going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Whatever. And it's probably not going to be politics. Unless it's just so mind-meltingly important that it has to be done. But it's literally on my birthday, so maybe not. Uh, President, I wish President was in the White House. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, uh, Theo, Theo J.W., sent me a great video of (laughs) uh, somebody. There were some crazy Christians. I I think they were out in the Portland area. Um, And uh, these uh, fundies were out there with bullhorns and loudspeakers. um, You know, going, oh, you're going to go to hell, blah, blah, blah. And this guy came through playing the Star Wars theme on bagpipes and really loud and it was great <laughs> uh it, the audio for it was a little obnoxious so i didn't play record it for the show but it's worth seeing the video of course tim Cormel from the tim Cormel show is here and uh trojan rabbit paul's memory bank can be heard every monday uh from uh what you call it 8 p.m eastern to 10 p.m eastern and um let me see oh and um oh that's right that's right oh oh hey tim i'm gonna delete your comment tim i don't want dad to see that sorry <laughs> tim no offense that i deleted your comment i just that that's that's a good idea and i, I want to surprise dad so um but uh but yes because i did talk about that on uh tim's show the other day Um, and, uh, sorry, I got all awkward. I'm trying to hide present ideas. Uh, but so anyway, uh, yeah, uh, uh, birthdays, the Sue's, uh, let me see. Um, uh, uh, was, uh, Theo, wait, Theo says, Hey, I got my birthday present on Saturday. First open cockpit flying time in 36 years. I loved it and felt amazingly at home. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, g- good for you. So when's Theo's birthday? Is it, um, I don't know. I don't know. So did we already give Theo his birthday boner the other day? Rain, do you I remember, remember that? Anyway, whatever. Theo. Theo and the Suze, here you go. Boehner's got something for you. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey!
7: Thank you.
4: Thank you, all dear friends. Welcome to my birthday
1: The prettiest
5: girl in Cleveland. Oh I I, you know what else I got, Susan? And it's it's really cute. I got her like a Wednesday Adams dress, and it's not because of Sarah Huckabee Sanders. (laughs) God no, it's not because of her. Uh but no, it's a really adorable black dress with like the white collar on it. And I got her uh uh address with the the cosmos on it as well so she doesn't fun. know this right yeah she already got it her birthday was on sunday
6: oh okay
5: yeah All so right. yeah rain are you paying attention even <laughs> <Maybe not. laughs> Never. i'm just kidding happy uh, birthday Suze yeah so uh everybody says happy birthday Suze um and uh, let me is see. Is she wearing
6: we... the dress right now?
5: Uh, no, not at the moment. I don't think so. I think she's wearing shorts and a t shirt. So, what are you wearing? Right. Um. So, anyway, um. yeah, uh, we'll do open phones 330 536 1466. 330 Ken, the number one, Goo. Something else that uh, I need to mention as well is. And we're going to have promos for this, I swear. If it kills me, I'll have promos by this weekend. Um, it, you've heard of Christmas in July. Everybody's heard of Christmas in July, right? Well, something yeah. you've never... Oh, what's that, Ken?
8: Oh, I was just agreeing. Yes, I've yes, heard of Christmas everybody. in July.
5: Everybody has. But what you've never heard of... Is Halloween in June, and that's exactly what we're doing a week uh, from uh, this uh, Friday. So on, starting on June 15th, we're going to do a weekend full of our Halloween music programming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we're going to do Halloween in, in June. And uh, it's kind of an idea that Adam had for my birthday. I dig it because Halloween's my favorite holiday, and I, we've all worked really hard. I've put a, a, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears—if you want to call it that—probably just tears, maybe a little sweat, no blood, um, unless you count vampire blood. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, you know, put a lot of hard work into our Halloween rotation, and it's just going to be a fun thing. Just whatever, people are just going to tune in out of the blue when a show is not on and then there's just going to be Halloween stuff playing. (laughs) So, what do you think, Rain? Halloween in June. Oh, did Rain just hang up because she didn't like that idea? No, she... (laughs) Rain
6: Rain forgot to unmute.
5: What do you think? Halloween in June.
6: I think it's spooky. Yeah,
5: scary.
6: I think it's all, also spooky. I prepare myself to be spooky and scared every October, and now I have to do this now.
5: <laughs> yeah, uh, I got to work on my sinister laugh. Um, yeah, but uh, I should just get Tim to do it for me.
7: So. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyway yeah so so that's what we're doing uh again the weekend uh june 15th 16th and 17th uh halloween in june Ooh, they'll be ooky and spooky uh
6: all right, yeah. i'm preparing
5: i'm preparing well all right gird your loins moon mare is giving us a call right now hey moon mare what's up
10: you're, you're dissing me kenny
5: no How i'm not dissing me?
10: saying i hate your audio so. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pout, and I'm gonna throw a fit. Oh, and um, maybe I'll kick the floor. Uh, no, just some days. Some days it's so hard and wearing that you know when I get to the show, I want to be with the chat and I want to be with like-minded people, and the audio is a little um,
5: soul crushing.
10: Um,
7: yes.
5: <laughs> that's it soul crushing i'm sorry i didn't mean i didn't mean to call you out or or put you down or anything i just i i like to yeah, share yeah, what people yeah, yeah, yeah i like to share <laughs> what people are saying i like to to value your opinion you know and and it's like and, and I, I i take that into consideration and sometimes i'm like well you know what maybe i won't get 10 sarah huckabee sanders clips for the next show
10: so, so you diss me on my audio choices, and you don't call out my penis tweets. <gasps> oh,
5: see, now that's really where I screwed up.
4: Don't penis 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 <laughs> say
5: I miss those tweets.
4: Omer,
10: did you have penis tweets? No, I was, I was talking about the chat,
6: but the tweets sound better than penis chat. penis in tentative. this
7: house! I, well.
5: Comment.
6: Well, Mayor, I think we need to start trending penis tweets with don't Head penis I Don't save penis in so. this
4: house.
8: Just gonna okay, keep okay. playing. I'll, I'll read <laughs> other people's penis
5: tweets, <laughs> but... Don't save you penis
9: know in that, this house!
8: <laughs> you know though, there is one bit of White House audio I would love to hear, but I know I'm never gonna hear it, and that's when they announce that they're recognizing Pride Month? No kidding. Hmm.
10: I mean, that, that, yeah, yeah, that would be great to hear. That would, um, however, come second to hearing, I have resigned.
8: Yeah, Yeah. there's that too. But I I think that he's going to have to be forcibly removed probably on the 20th of January in 2021.
5: I could go one darker and say, but what about this? What about when we hear this audio? There's been a terrible fire. Oh, no. I went real dark. I went real dark. I need to. I need (laughs) No survivors. Oh, no. You made
6: us laugh. You know, you both. I just want to see him put just rainbow lights on the White House. It took it took this guy a year to be like, well, yes, I'll have a Ramadan dinner. He's an awful, awful person. Well,
5: you know, uh, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, that is just going to piss off his base, so he won't do it. You know, I mean, he is scared to death of losing any single, you know, bigot vote. He's so embedded with with evangelicals and white nationalists and um, just average pig ignorant Appalachians and you know Southerners that you know that that feel threatened from afar by people that they'll never know. You know that that he he's he'll never ever ever try and unite the country if it's if it yeah. comes at the th- the threat of him losing a single racist vote
8: and and the worst part of it is i saw an interview on one of the news programs over the weekend they were talking to a farmer who's feeling the effects of these stupid tariffs that that are resulting from this trade war and and the guy was talking about how it's going to be really difficult this year to make ends meet because he can't sell as much as he usually would Mm -hmm. in order to to, to make his bills and it's because of the the trade war and the um the person who the reporter who was interviewing him said well you know uh who who did you support in the election trump and <laughs> do these tariffs do these tariffs change your opinion of him at all no no i mean these these people are so pig ignorant, they know that what Trump is doing is hurting them, but they still support him.
5: I think we need to hear that, that Reagan clip again about, um, you know, what uh, Canadians,
1: about Canadians and global trade. They are our allies. We should beware of the demagogues who are ready to declare a trade war against our friends, weakening our economy, our national security, and the entire free world all while cynically waving the American flag. The expansion of the international economy is not a foreign invasion. It is an American triumph, one we worked hard to achieve, and something central to our vision of a peaceful and prosperous world of freedom. After the Second World War, America led the way to dismantle trade barriers and create a world trading system that set the stage for decades of unparalleled economic growth. Yes, back in 1776, our founding fathers believed that free trade was worth fighting for. And we can celebrate their victory because today trade is at the core of the alliance that secure the peace and guarantee our freedom. It is the source of our prosperity and the path to an even brighter future for America.
5: Yeah, that's a great clip. Oh wait, I'm sorry, you weren't done speaking, Mr. Reagan. Thanks for listening. Okay, um, so <laughs> I
8: I was I was with him up until he tied it to 1776. Well,
5: I well, uh, I yeah, I, I get that, but you know,
8: but for the- some
6: serious revisionary history, I'm sorry, Moon, you were saying. Oh, no, that's fine. I I was listening, going, wow,
10: something is seriously wrong if I'm looking at Reagan with this tiny oodle of nostalgia.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing, and then he brought 1776 into it, and it's like, oops, no, it's back yeah, to Reagan. But, well, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, like, was, he, yes, go- no, he was good.
5: Yeah, he was glad you listened, though. Thanks for listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
8: yeah, that's he, more than I'd ever get from doll hands. So, yeah. hey.
6: The thing is, is Reagan was pretty much trying to say, oh, we fought this for free trade. 1776. Well, and, and, no, yeah,
9: no.
5: well, but the 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 one thing I agreed with there is basically he was saying that globalism, which is you know oh my god that's the illuminati lizard people ate my balls you know nonsense that alex jones and and you know uh everybody freaks out about and he said globalism is a huge achievement for america you know and i don't disagree with that and i don't necessarily agree with all the means to the end with foreign policy well, and, and you know, certain unfair trade and things like that, but
8: and and it really is what helped to make America prosperous in the fifties and the sixties. The problem is once it became a matter of, well, now we can farm the jobs out to countries around the world where labor is pennies on the dollar compared yeah. to the US.
5: <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And
8: that's at, at
10: some point, Kenny, um, slightly off topic, we need to talk about the immigration policies and how they're fucking over farmers. Thank you, Moon. Now, yeah, I agree. Um, I really I mean, agree with them. Uh, my thirteen employees, now soon to be twelve, um, are all from Mexico, and we had to let someone go because some troubles showed up in her paperwork, and she was one of my top three employees.
5: Oh I'm sorry to hear that. So
10: you know, it's it it is a reality, particularly in agriculture, that you're going to be working with immigrants, and you can't tell by looking whether or not their papers are legal. It's only if you get a notice down the line that you go, "Well, now we're fucked." So it's not you know it's not just the trade policies that are fucking over farmers; it's the Mm -hmm. immigration policies, and we desperately, desperately need. Some sort of method for people to get the opportunity to work legally. You know, if someone's oh, been yeah. here for fifteen or twenty years, they need to be able to to work legally.
5: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Uh, I give you an amen to that for sure. Amen. Um, amen. Do you mind?
6: Can I, can I you... ask you something? Did you find? Are you finding this this situation with work? Is it becoming more difficult under this administration, as opposed to the last? Yes. Okay.
10: Yeah, and in fact, one of my employees, um, who is in fact a legal resident, she's the last person in her family to uh, not have her citizenship, and she's terrified to take the test. Mm
7: Because she's afraid
10: she's going to forget all 13 of the original colonies. That's the one reason stopping her. Uh, But her dad still has property in Mexico, He holds a green card he went to mexico recently to check on his property and when he came back and this is california they asked him to sign a um basically a a waiver before he came back into the country saying he was going to give up his green card and fortunately his yeah fortunately his daughter was there read the paper the statement and said do not sign this dad they're telling you if you sign this, you're giving up your green card. Oh my god. And their argument their argument was, well, you've been to Mexico twice in five
5: years. <sighs> That's insane.
10: Yeah. Wow. This this is a this is a legal permanent resident whose all of his children except one are US citizens and the one is working on her citizenship now.
6: That's amazing again, to me This is amazing to me Because well, well we're talking about the kids And I think that's really Incredibly important Moon, this is a story that I don't think is Because That can't be the only The only time this is yeah. happened, Right? It, well, can you imagine
10: You know the coincidence that it just happens to be one of my employees who just happened to have a parent, you know, visit property in Mexico. It can't be isolated.
7: Mm -hmm.
6: Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make. It can't be an isolated thing and the kids are important. But what Boone just said, I, that's amazing and disturbing. Oh, Yes.
5: Well, I I think we're looking at a humanitarian crisis on a lot of different levels. Wow. Under this administration. Uh, and, you yeah. know, all these all these, well, uh, you know, flag waving fist pumping yokels who, you know, want to say, hey, oh, well, America first. How about just human life first? I mean, stop your fucking insanity. I mean, if people are coming to our country for asylum, l- why don't we, you know, I don't know. Try. Try and hear him out. Try and figure this out. Work it out better. Don't tear families apart. And hats off to I, Jeff yeah. Merkley for uh, trying to get...
6: Heard more stories like moons yeah. in the yeah.
8: national media. I, I was just going to mention Senator Merkley, and he got attacked by Trump for doing that.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got and, cops and, called on him for going to uh, basically yeah. a warehouse. It was an old Walmart that they've turned into a children's warehouse. And that's not the name of a new franchise that sa- that sells, you know, tricycles and, and bibs. That's actually a warehouse to put human children in.
6: Can we actually and, be happy that it wasn't a former Toys R Us?
5: Yeah, that one. Yeah,
8: right. yeah. You
6: can do a dark laugh. but
8: but there's there's another thing that I that uh, this discussion reminded me of too. Um, there's a case. In the last couple of weeks, where a trans woman from Guatemala who was seeking asylum in the U.S. was in detention. She was kept in a cell that was freezing cold. She caught pneumonia. She already was HIV positive. And because she was being denied her HIV medication and was being kept in these cold conditions, she caught pneumonia and died. Oh. In U.S. custody, awaiting an asylum here. Yeah,
5: so a humanitarian crisis on all different fronts, but nobody cares because Republicans are in control. Of course, you know Republicans are all blaming Democrats. Oh, well, you need to you need to change you know change this law, this terrible law that forces families to be split up. There is no law that forces families to be split up. There's none. No, no, and the UN
10: says it's not um, legal.
5: Yeah, so, you know, but yeah, so, you know, I mean, we we have, you know, the the woman who was shot on the border, uh, where was she from? She was, was she uh, Chilean? No, she wasn't Chilean. I forget where she was from. Uh, Either
8: Honduran or Guatemalan, if I remember right.
5: Yeah, so, and, you know, I mean, so.
8: And and with the volcano (laughs) situation that was mentioned on the Green News report in Guatemala, expect more of that.
5: Yeah, well, uh, Moon, we gotta we gotta let you go. But I really appreciate you calling, and we got you a little bit of time here. Yeah. I'll stop dissing you on air, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, feel
10: free. It was just an excuse to call and uh, harass it's you That's good. Say, "You
5: see, I, I was calling you out. I was calling you out." You, but uh, you know, I was just worried that you heard me say that, and you were like. <laughs> and then you called <laughs>
10: no 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 not not today Good. i i all just right. called that and i went well i'm still not letting that pass
5: see it worked my ploy worked all right well moon uh thank you for calling we got to hit the break uh and don't be a stranger okay
10: all right thank you
5: all right talk to you soon bye bye so, uh, uh, all right. Uh, on that note, we got to hit the break. When we come back, we're going to shift gears a little bit, uh, because, uh, <sighs> yeah, it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. I used to have a hard time finding shit to talk about on Tuesdays. And that's when Obama was president. Thanks
0: Obama. No,
5: but really thanks. It was, it was a little easier. Um, uh, or at least more fun i used to go to right wing watch a lot more back then uh you know to find out what larry clayman what larry clayman's next evil plot was to get obama out of the white house hey how did those work out for you clayman you fucking idiot uh <laughs> a judicial watch what a fucking joke uh, oh, and by the way, Larry Clayman, if you're listening, the midges are back in Cleveland. You remember those disgusting bugs that come from the lake that you didn't want to have to deal with, with for the RNC? Well, they're back, motherfuckers. Get your protein. Um, so, <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, midges. those
8: midges are good for good for uh, fishing bait. Yeah, and well, not only that, they're a sign of a clean lake. Yeah.
5: So, you know, that's that's a good yeah, thing. They
8: were nearly the problem when I was young that they are now. <laughs> I, 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 Our water used to catch on
5: fire. Come on, let the bugs live. <laughs> um, anyway, we're going to hit the break. Thanks again to Moon Mayor for calling, and that was nice. Um, and uh, we'll be right back with lots more the final hour of Turn Up the Night, right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick.
1: Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this?
5: Kenny Pick. And
1: now, on with the show. Thanks for listening.
0: Enough. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick.
1: What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how.
6: He
0: has a machine and a cord right out of his computer.
3: Prepare, Prepare to make computer-to-computer computer to
4: computer to computer contact. contact. That is an idea.
3: Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes,
4: yeah. who said that?
3: God
1: bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very
5: interesting indeed. welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide and I got to say people that are listening to the podcast might not understand what I'm talking about right now but uh, for the intermission the new like you know the old drive-in movie intermissions that I play the first one of that (laughs) every time I hear it and I haven't mentioned it on air they're like stop by our concession stand get a nice juicy hot dog and wash it down with a cup of coffee and I'm thinking seriously is that what people ate in the 50s you know <laughs> i mean a cup of coffee you know chase that big greasy pork hot dog down with a cup of coffee at the movies yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing would put me on the can faster than a cup of coffee and a hot dog i'm telling you i mean i don't know maybe i should have a, a whole like Fit, you know a, a pound of corn too so <laughs> I mean, that's insane just uh, try our x-lax Sunday. um <laughs> <laughs> anyway welcome back to the program rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello
6: hello i'm just gonna put it out there my grandmother and my mother when we would take them to the diner they would order a hamburger and a cup of coffee. A hamburger is a
5: little different. It's not quite as processed as a hot dog.
6: No, no, they ordered a fucking cup of coffee. We're talking about coffee, Ken.
5: Yeah, but a hamburger and coffee is a lot more reasonable scenario than a hot dog and a cup of coffee. I'm sorry. That, you know, uh, I mean.
6: <laughs> okay, fair enough. It's still like ridiculous. We went up to Pennsylvania this week.
5: Hamburger and we coffee. To
6: Pennsylvania this It's Sunday We went to Pennsylvania To say goodbye to a friend Who's moving to Portland Uh We went to a diner And and Bob actually said "Um, I'm going to order a hamburger Should I order a cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> was he just doing just that don't. to fuck with you? <laughs> yes,
6: he was. Like, don't even all do right. that. Don't.
5: Very nice, very nice. And uh, good on Uh And of course, Cat uh, <laughs> subbing for Joel for all three hours tonight. Welcome back uh, to the program, ma'am.
8: Thank you very much, Kenny. I'm nope glad problem. to sit in.
5: Excellent. I'm looking for Mad Libs that haven't been completed, because I have a, I have a, a lot of Mad Libs that I got from eBay the other day, said some of them were completed, so bonus, we'll read the completed ones on the air, too, when we get them, uh, but I ordered like 10 new Mad Libs books. So, uh, but I found one it's a historical one. that's good. uh, we'll do some revisionist history. ooh, ooh oh, oh, okay, oh, yeah, there we go. actually, perfect. I found uh another one, hey but cat, uh,
6: did it just sound like that Ken touched himself in all different places? Oh, ooh, so oh. many
5: <laughs> so many spots, so much touching uh <laughs> no yeah perv. no i am a perp um i know that you don't have to reiterate <laughs> uh <laughs> reiterate i don't know why what the pronunciation was on reiterate <laughs> you don't have to oh,
7: oh, reiterate
5: oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway <laughs> oh yeah living in long island says diarrhea cha-cha-cha yeah so oh, God.
6: <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay let's God see what damn it what, living. Yeah, what audio do we... Oh, let's get to some comedy here. Um, (laughs) This, uh, I think we need to file this under a certain uh, thing. Let me see. And I know you're going to love this. Uh, Okay, here we go. Yes, uh, file under why am I persecuted. Why am I persecuted? All right. (laughs) (laughs) Ted Cruz, the guy who said that overturning... um, that overturning citizens united was the same as repealing the first amendment noted liar and guy who just tries to scare his base with hyperbole about the constitution can't seem to answer this question that was posited to him by reporters while he was walking down the the senate corridors the other day uh listen to this Oh, and I'm sorry, we, we got to give a little context, because Trump apparently, his new catchphrase is, oh, pardon me, uh, <laughs> or uh, I beg my pardon. Uh, yeah, so Trump thinks he can pardon himself, Um, and uh, I, I don't... Uh, I don't think so! I, I, I'm not a constitutional scholar or an attorney or anything like that, but that sounds like only so much shit. Only so much bullshit. I mean, so much bullshit, actually. But yeah, so Ted Cruz is asked the question by reporters you know, uh, do you think Trump can pardon himself? To assess,
12: Senator, the president says he can pardon himself. Would you agree with that?
5: Six Mississippi, seven Mississippi, eight Mississippi, nine Mississippi, ten Mississippi, till eleven Mississippi, twelve Mississippi. <laughs> <agree>
4: <laughs> that is not a constitutional issue I've studied, so
5: uh, I will withhold judgment at this point.
4: Oh my God,
8: oh my God.
5: Seriously.
8: What, what what study is required? All you have to do is read the Constitution. It's pretty clear that the President can't pardon himself.
5: Yeah, again.
8: you, you know what else is pretty clear, Kat you shouldn't take eighteen to
6: twenty seconds to answer a goddamn question. This is true.
8: Especially when you supposedly have a law degree and it's a basic question about the law. Did Thank you
5: did either of you happen to see what he said on Twitter about all this?
8: Oh no, no I missed it. I, I- as a matter, of course, don't follow Republican uh,
5: well, politicians. Well, I, I just read an article about it on Mediaite, um, about ah. what his, his excuses, and they, they link his... Uh, um, uh, uh, yeah, here, here we go. Mm, yeah, Ted Cruz hits dishonest journalists. <sighs> what? For uh, reports, he took 18 seconds to comment on Trump pardon tweet. All right, so um, uh, well, here I I don't know. Would you would you two like to 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 see this? I could put it in the chat, and then maybe you could uh, read some of his tweets. Um, while I while I collect some Mad Libs contributions, would you like to do that?
6: Well, it's already there, but yes, (laughs) I'm I'm still. It took him that long to answer the question to say I have no aunt. He basically said I've got.
5: No, it took him 16 hours to answer it. <laughs> Not just 16 seconds. It took him 16 hours, or 20 hours. Um, but anyway, I don't know if you want to. If you want to peruse dishonest those dishonest
6: journalists. Okay, you see, I just saw the headline. This is what happens to me, people. This is what Kenny and Joe and you cat go through when I see this. Really, 16 dishonest journalists. It was a goddamn question.
5: Yeah. They reported how long it took him to answer and give a non-answer is what they did.
6: How is it dishonest for a reporter to ask a question he took eighteen seconds to answer? And so now what? How is it a dishonest joke? Well
8: goddamn question. In in reading the the tweets that are in the article, he he's Say he's saying it's dishonest to even ask the question of whether a president can pardon himself. Yeah, that's not, sure. the report, not the reporting about how long it took him to answer, but to even ask the question is knee-jerk partisanship and dishonest journalism. He
5: did about ten tweets explaining why he didn't answer the question, and I'll tell you what—it's all bullshit.
8: And, and then he's, he also goes on to tweet, virtually every dem is saying, of course not, the president can't pardon himself. And then parenthetically, mostly because we hate Trump. No, dude, even when Clinton was president and he was under his cloud of suspicion, we were acknowledging the president cannot pardon himself. Yeah, this was something that the justice department told nixon on august um it would have been about fifth or sixth in 1974 and three days later he decided to resign because he was told he can't pardon himself
6: and i agree with everything you just said kat i do but I do not believe that what you just said is worthy of any response to what Ted Cruz said. Yeah. I I mean this seriously. A reporter asked a United States senator a question, and then he just, like, he puked out a whole bunch of tweets. So many.
8: Yeah, and he's, in those tweets, he's trying to say that the Democrats are only raising this... Issue because it's a Republican President and that's bullshit reporter is not a Democrat That's
6: just to get back to something really Simple and this is what the Republicans Do time and time again They try to like make Okay that's a Republican you know It's a question that I don't agree With from a reporter And so therefore he went out And tweeted oh Democrat That's bullshit That's bullshit to me
8: Right, and and by the same token, it's it's like when, Dahl Hans gets on one of his rants talking about the unfair Democratic investigation into
9: yes.
8: his ties to Russia, and it's like Robert Mueller, Republican, James Comey, Republican, mm-hmm. Rod Rosenstein, Republican, Andrew McCabe, Republican. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. seriously. But but
6: yeah, in this case, Ted Cruz. He really needs to, he's I don't know what the hell he's trying to do. Dude took 18 seconds to answer a question half asked, and he knew it was half asked and so he comes out and tries to blame it on Democrats.
8: Well, they throw around Democrats. They throw around the term Democrat" as if it's a slur against anybody who doesn't agree with them. Yeah, that's, that's
6: where we're going with all of this.
8: Yeah, it is where it, we're going, it, and, and so it's it, the fascism. It's the you're either with us or against us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, All I don't right. Know. Well,
6: I, I sort of feel like you know what? There's a reason why you were so persecuted. Uh,
5: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> yes, that we we know I, why I
6: persecuted.
5: Uh, but yeah, this so guy,
6: he took he took 18 to 20 seconds to answer that question about another man who accused his father Cruz's father of being, you know, a, a, a guy who was assassinated. Who was not JFK. I can't even get my conspiracy theories
5: well, together anymore. Let, let's let's. This is worth revisiting. Uh, it's only 19 seconds long, but <gasps> Ted Cruz. This is a guy who couldn't think quick enough on his feet to to answer a simple question about you know whether it's constitutional for a president to pardon himself. God. <laughs> This is this is the world we live in. This is what that asshole said to a bunch of you know uh, to a bunch of his base at a dinner about um, overturning Citizens United uh, was you know was essentially repealing the First Amendment. And listen for the gasps of all the rubes in the room.
10: When you think it can't get any worse, it does. This year, I'm sorry to tell you. The United States Senate is going to be voting on a constitutional amendment to repeal the first amendment.
5: <laughs> I am telling you I am not making this up. Yeah, you totally are. You totally made yeah. that up.
8: Oh my and, god. And now he's and now he's serving a president who's taking first amendment rights away from athletes.
5: And not only that, but his Supreme Court is taking away uh, basic civil liberties from uh, the LGBTQ community by by granting by saying that uh, that Christians can discriminate in the public sector. Well, yes, it's a private sector business, but they benefit from the commons. But yeah, so
8: well they they have a state license to do business so Mm -hmm. they're a public accommodation yeah if if they don't want to live up to state anti-discrimination law they can run the freaking cake shop out of their house
5: sure do that you know sell them to the amish um there's no gay amish people right i'm kidding <laughs> i'm sure there's gay amish people um they're but probably
8: shunned as soon as they come out though
5: shunned they get to unshunned they reshunned carts. yeah say it again rain i i kind of talked over you there
6: they get to sleep under the carts.
5: oh there you go so all right uh we have more audio to get to this is really important stuff right here because um uh, and we do have a couple Mad Libs. We're going to do real abbreviated Mad Libs tonight. They're mostly filled out. Thank you, everybody. Um, one is very timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Um, and I still I, I don't know what that. It means. is timely, quantifiable, and oratund. Do you know what that means? No. And then the other one is, uh, revisionist history inspired by Ronald Reagan, perhaps. Um, and you know, because we listened to him earlier and, uh, he appreciated. That. Thanks for listening. All right. So, uh, this is important to listen to right now because Rachel Maddow, uh, well, uh, last night, the big news, uh, where in our production chat on Facebook, um, I was, I was watching a movie, <laughs> but Ray and Joe were like, OMG, OMFG I mean it big shit see. big shit went down regarding Paul Manafort in the um in the Mueller investigation last night. And I've got two clips here that I want to play for everybody. Um and uh yeah, o m f g. <laughs> Uh, so thank you to Rachel Maddow for uh, being so awesome and on top of all this. Here's uh, part one. The
0: special counsel has just filed a motion tonight in a federal court in Washington, D.C., where Trump's campaign chair, Paul Manafort, uh, is awaiting trial on multiple felony charges from uh, bank fraud to money laundering to uh, failure to register as a foreign lobbyist. Paul Manafort's trial uh, is set to begin in Virginia this summer. His D.C. trial is set to begin in September. He's been out on bail. Basically, he's been on sort of a version of house arrest, waiting for those trials to start. But tonight, in this filing, Robert Mueller, the special counsel's office, has told the court that Paul Manafort has violated the conditions of his release. According to the special counsel's office, Manafort has attempted to tamper with potential witnesses for his op- upcoming trial. The prosecutors are alleging in this filing that after he was hit with a second round of indictments in February, Manafort appears to have contacted former businesses. It's people who may have been party to some of the activity that the special counsel has been investigating and the special counsel has charged against him, These are potential witnesses in the Mueller investigation or for Manafort's trial. According to prosecutors tonight, Manafort contacted those witnesses by phone and also by using an encrypted messaging service. They have uh, filed along as an exhibit, along with their filing tonight, a a log of the phone calls that were made by Manafort and on his behalf, uh, and and the messages that he sent. According to prosecutors, one witness Manafort allegedly contacted has told the special counsel that at least from the witness's point of view, these, these calls and messages from Manafort were clearly an effort by Manafort to, quote, suborn perjury. Oops. uh, Essentially to coach these other people to falsely answer questions from the special counsel uh, in order to help Manafort's case. So prosecutors in this surprise filing tonight, they say this, man, this behavior from Manafort, it violates the terms of his release. They are asking the judge to revise the terms on which he has been released uh, or, or to revoke those terms entirely. In plain English, that means that what prosecutors are asking this judge for tonight, the judge in the Paul Manafort case, they're asking the judge to consider revoking Manafort's bail. They're asking the judge to consider uh, putting Paul Manafort in jail while he awaits trial.
5: Yeah, so Dinesh D'Souza and um, what's-his-name, Scooter Libby, those are like practice for what they're going to be doing here because they're in full fucking panic mode. Full panic mode because of how dirty... I mean, Manafort, man, he's going to die in prison at this rate. (laughs) Um, And, you know... It couldn't happen to a nicer Polly Walnuts. Um, but seriously, this is this is earth shattering
6: shit. Here's the thing: the way I'm looking at it is, I think today I read that uh, his his, you know, his next he's got to go in front of the judge. I think next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I really do think the judge is going to say, "You get to go to jail."
5: yeah actually no I think that's on I think it's on my birthday actually I think it's June 15th Um, yeah so (laughs) there's a bunch of great shit going down on my birthday and not just my birthday (laughs) (laughs)
6: birthday to you
5: Polly Walnuts you're screwed
6: (laughs) I I don't know man either either, either Manafort flips or he says I'm going to go to jail because I'll be safer there them being outside of jail mm-hmm. where a bunch of rough Russians are probably going to take him down.
5: Yeah. I yeah. think
6: he's that deep in this stuff.
5: Uh, oh, and by the way, that Vanderpoot guy just got released from prison too, whatever his name is. Yeah, Van- he was Vander- only Vanders- a
6: like a month or two.
5: 30 days, yeah, 30 days. And he's going back to wherever, whatever white country he came from. <laughs> so Sorry, Vanderpoot. Where
6: Mueller, Mueller's going to be like, yes, we gave you one month
5: give me asylum uh yeah, yeah uh oh. <laughs> yeah manafort uh, uh, you know in, in this is another interesting thing cat did you want to chime in real quick before we get to the next audio clip uh, for this
8: no nah, i think you covered it pretty well there <laughs>
5: Yeah, Rachel. Rachel's doing yeoman's work here, of course. Uh, but uh, this is the next one. If Trump really wants this to go away, if Trump really is like you know gonna do like the big pardon reach around and try and just you know make this all dissipate into the ether, um, he's gonna have to pardon a whole shit ton of people. And um, <laughs> what Rachel says here is. Uh,
0: quite stunning. As part of this case alone, Mueller and his team can pursue everybody who might have been involved in this alleged criminal conspiracy. Which means even if they're all officially pardoned, they can all end up named as co-conspirators in any superseding indictments or any court proceedings that derive from this case, up to and including the president himself. The only way the president could avoid that, the only way the president could avoid having Mueller continue to investigate, having the whole criminal conspiracy laid out for the American people, is if in addition to pardoning Don Jr., Paul Manafort, Carter Page, George Papadopoulos, Jared, Mike Flynn, himself, every, if in addition to all of those pardons, the real way he could only make this go away through his pardon power is that he would also have to pardon all of the Russians in this <laughs> indictment. He would also have <laughs> yeah. to pardon Alexandra and Anna and Sergei and Yevgeny and Irina and, and Vladimir. Vlad! Vladimir. Lord. Otherwise, The prosecution of those Russia defendants goes ahead, including all of the investigative work to pursue everybody involved in that conspiracy. If all of this discussion over these last few days about pardons seems desperate, it seems kind of like endgame stuff from the White House, you are right to perceive it that way. Uh-huh. But if the president is planning on using his pardon power to try to end the Russia investigation and shut this thing down, he really will have to pardon not only everybody involved in the scandal in the United States, he will have to pardon all the Russians, too. And however much he is trying to desensitize the American people to what he might do with the pardon power, there is not enough desensitization in the world to get the American people ready for him pardoning the Russians. Right? 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 That can't be the plan, can it?
5: Uh it might be, but actually I have an uh audio uh response from the White House after they saw that clip. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and actually this too. <laughs> Seriously, you got to pardon 17 Russians. <laughs>
6: i could see him doing that
5: oh my god i could see
6: him doing that i could but one of the things that it keeps coming back to me is that uh you know so we learned about manafort yesterday yeah manafort
5: paulie walnuts Mueller
6: was like hey you know what he's been talking he's been tampering with witnesses that was kind of shocking we still don't know how many people have already flipped
5: Oh, no, no. There's there's so much we don't know. But then again, the Trump call, they're just like, oh, 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 this is finally the smoking gun, huh? No, there's yeah. a smoking arsenal, <laughs> you dumb fuckers, and you, you've you only caught a whiff of the 22s, you know? I,
6: that's the thing. We don't know where the hell hope Hicks is. Cause, no. Because <laughs> we learned from that New York Times piece that, you know, that New York Times piece is like, oh, yeah, Trump did write that. That note on Air Force One about Don Oh Jr.
5: yeah, oh yeah. We're gonna talk that. That's we're gonna talk about the letter when we come back because Shep Smith uh, fucking burned it to the ground for the Trump cult yesterday. There's,
6: there's so much that we know, and I'm just there's so much that we don't know.
5: There, there is. There are known knowns. And there are known unknowns.
6: Really, really quoting him. Him.
5: Uh, Rummy the mummy. Hey, well, it's going to be Halloween in June. So why not with some Rummy the mummy? We
1: also know there are known unknowns. That is to say, we know there are some things we do not know.
5: Shut up. So <laughs> shut up. Uh, but yeah, so uh, so cat, um, you know, uh, that, that that whole the Muller thing is going to come to an end soon. Mm. Oh, I don't I don't think so.
8: Wishful thinking. Yeah, <laughs> shit,
5: shit, in one hand and wish in the other. Trump cultists see which one fills up faster. Uh, and
8: at this point, I don't think it would matter if it if the investigation ended tomorrow, because mm-hmm. when the investigation ends would end tomorrow, there would probably be a metric shitload a technical measurement of <laughs> indictments that would. Of indictments that would come down with the end of the investigation.
5: Oh yeah, there you there know, are failsafes. Don't are fail forget
8: safes. that
6: Mueller secured a bunch of just indictments.
8: Yeah, sealed mm-hmm. indictments, sealed without names. Right. Sure. And, and at some point, those names are going to come out when Mueller's good and ready to release them.
6: God, I can't wait for this all to end. <laughs>
5: well we shall see we shall see and i uh, please baby jesus let my birthday be an eventful one for the trump cult make them r- go running back into their hidey holes um so <laughs> prayer ended um uh, oh i'm sorry i'm so saying i'm in i'm um yeah period period that was the best prayer ever period uh anyway we're going to go to the break. We're going to hear a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do the best. I have the best prayers. <laughs> uh, God can hear me super good. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our final break here on this Tuesday edition. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about that, that Russia, the Trump Tower, Russia letter. Um, and Shep Smith has some righteous indignation for the Trump cult. And then we might have time to play, if you're lucky, if you're really, really good, we might have time to play one itty-bitty Sarah Huckabee Sanders clip for everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'll do my best not to play that. But we'll see. We'll be right back with lots of No, not lots more. One more segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after this.
2: You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig.
1: It gave the Americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Indymediaweekly.com. Worldwide. Okay.
5: Excellence. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly.
6: I am Michelle Legand.
11: I am Miles Legand. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert.
6: I'm a little bit D&D.
11: I'm a little bit Star Wars.
6: Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower.
5: Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Columbus. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And Joe is out there in the chat room, so thank you, Scranton. Thanks for making it to the chat. Joe, hope you enjoyed your sports ball stuff. Uh, And, of course, uh, welcome back to the show, Rain and Cat. Thank you again, Cat, for subbing. For Joe tonight, um, this just in from der Braumeister, der Songmeister. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and play this, but apparently there was the bad lip reading has already gotten a hold of Trump and uh, his, um, um, uh, it, it, what is it? The bad lip reading of what? Uh, the uh, is this the national anthem or? God bless it. God. bad.
6: Liberating of what you did today.
5: God bless America. So, uh so yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can. Uh,
4: let's make a barricade. the uh, love <laughs> <laughs> me and her. <laughs> Worries. America. I <American's laughs> hope <laughs> I'll make a barricade. Bad hombre, Stay home.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
5: there thank you bad lip reading and bobber for tracking that down for us so i know the
6: i put the link to it in the chat because
5: there you go there you go so uh and joe says yay we won for sports ball today so that's good and good for you uh i'm glad your sportsmen were sporting and did winning things for goals and home runs
6: Kenny, you're a trooper. <laughs> uh, I, I know. I know. I know how much you do not like the sport. I,
5: I like playing up the shtick, though. I really do. It, it, yeah, I, I will admit, a lot of this is shtick. You know, I know, I, I know a little bit more than I lead on. <laughs> but uh, you but it's still. Uh, then I lead on. You lead then on.
6: I, Kenny leads on because he wants yeah. to be the be best.
5: So, <laughs> is there an egg ball? Uh. <laughs> Um, because I, can, you know, he can
8: lead on and be best just so long as he doesn't spread lies and false news. <laughs> yeah.
5: So and you know, I mean, it's just t- typical boy talk, right? You
8: know, kind of a, a boy talk.
5: Yeah. Uh-huh.
6: And uh, he was lead on like uh, egg on.
5: Where the fuck is Melania? I still
6: want to know where the hell Melania went.
5: Where is She's Melanie? Where is where is Melanie? Is she is she Melanie! doing? I got a Melanie. brand new pair of roller right. skates. Melanie. Yeah. All I, right. I
8: hear PBS is going to bring back a kids game show surrounding the concept.
5: <laughs> Where in the world is Melanie Trump? Uh, there you go. So, uh, speaking of... All right. Uh, speaking of just the Trumps and the White House and all that. Um, uh, Shepard Smith not a friend of the trump cult uh it's 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 been established fact that he is the only decent voice on fox news outside of every once in a while andrew napolitano is like no trump's an idiot um and and, you know chris wallace from time to time says well you know i don't know if he's quite right on this um but but
6: that was good good.
5: well thank you rain i've been thinking about this voice for some time (laughs) uh but yeah shep smith um bloody diarrhea shep smith um (laughs) that was the one of the funniest things he ever said really i I, totally totally out of uh uh, out of context theater um with that i'm trying of course i can't spell um but uh but yeah here here you go uh shep smith bloody diarrhea Uh, Shep Smith talking about the um, okay. There there have been several different versions of what happened. There was a letter written about the 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 Russian meeting at Trump Tower, and uh, you know the, the Donald Trump juniors like no, my dad didn't know anything about it, but he probably helped write the letter that the lawyers were working on, and you know I mean there's so many lies going on about this. It's just uncanny. So uncanny that Shepard Smith couldn't help but point out all of the flaws with them
2: talking about this bullshit surrounding this letter. Well, it's 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 one of those days when you just you just don't know what to do because <laughs> <laughs> we have two things put out as truth and they're opposites. And as a result of the fact that they're opposites, one of them is untrue. First from the Fox News deck, the president's lawyers versus the president's press secretary. The president's lawyers have contradicted the White House about whether President Trump indeed dictated his oldest son's statements about the Trump Tower meeting with Russians offering dirt on Hillary Clinton. Remember, that wasn't the first story on that meeting. The first story on that meeting, just wait, the first story on that meeting was it's about adoptions. And then That's all right. we got a statement that was lacking in facts And now they say the word from the lawyers of the president is the president's own lawyers who issued a memo stating definitively that the president dictated Donald Trump Jr.'s statement. That's according to the letter that Fox News obtained from the president's own legal team, a letter that was sent to the special counsel, Robert Mueller, way back in January. January. Trump Jr.'s first statement said the sit down with a Russian lawyer with ties to the Kremlin was actually about adoption and left out any mention of trying to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. Last summer, the White House press secretary, Sarah Sanders, said President Trump did not write his son's response.
12: He certainly didn't dictate, but, you know, he, like I said, he weighed in, offered suggestion like any father would do.
2: So that's the one story. But the lawyer to the president of the United States says something else. The lawyer says that Robert Mueller, uh, that the lawyers told Robert Mueller that the president dictated the statement, which Sarah Sanders just said didn't dictate, but which Sarah Sanders says she can't comment on the words of the outside counsel. Today, the press secretary Sarah Sanders told reporters to ask the lawyers about the discrepancy. Well, the lawyers have said That the president dictated the letter. Well, what difference does it really make? What happened way back in the day? (laughs) It makes a lot of difference.
5: I love that. I love that that pregnant pause there from
2: (laughs) from Shep. Because you know what he's smelling. You know what he's smelling, right? Smells like a skunk in the chicken house, but I haven't seen a skunk. Well...
5: But yeah, so and we're going to have audio from today for I'm going to I had some audio from Sarah Hickabilly Slanders from yesterday, but I'm going to skip over that and go for opt for the stuff we had for today. But uh, Shep Smith had
2: a little bit more to say about this. Uh, let's blow through this clip real quick. One of those lawyers also denied that the President helped write the statement at all. That was written, no, that was written by Donald Trump Jr.
5: and and I'm sure with in consultation with his lawyer. The President didn't sign off mm-hmm. on, on anything. He was coming back from the G20. The, the statement that was released on Saturday was released by Donald Trump Jr. and I'm sure in <laughs> consultation with his lawyers. The President wasn't involved in that. I do want to be clear that the President was not involved in the drafting of the statement and did not issue the statement. I mean, it came from uh, Donald Trump Jr. So that's what I can tell you, because that's what we know. And again, Donald Trump Jr.
2: has said the same thing, that it was, in fact, from uh, him. And I believe it was his lawyer was in consultation. I'm sure his lawyer was in consultation. Jay Sekulow, president's lawyer. Mm -hmm. Another lawyer Mm -hmm. for the president says Sekulow was uninformed when he made those statements, and that actually (laughs) the president did indeed dictate the memo back in the day, just as they said, uh, in the in the memo to the special counsel in January.
5: Woo! So many lies. Such a short time span—not even a year.
6: Can I ask you this? Yeah. So, I just heard that Jay Sekulow didn't know about the writing of this, but earlier Rudy Giuliani said that he knew about this.
5: Oh, Rudy
6: and and sarah said oh he you know trump didn't do this because he was just defending his son but the white house oh god All Can't right, do it. the new york times that article <laughs> whatever that they leaked and my hands are flailing in case you need any
5: yeah so, so the new york
6: times <laughs> said okay yeah Yes, Donald Trump wrote this, and now where what what is happening? What has has happened?
5: Uh, you know what? I, I I don't even know. But w- and actually, you know what? I'm gonna play the Huckabee Sanders stuff from yesterday, uh, because it's short. So, and my apologies to everybody. But Cat, did you wanna did you wanna chime in? You got any questions for this you multitude know, of lies?
8: Help me. Kat, help me. Well, you know, they just can't get a consistent story together, which is
5: just. Pick a lane! Proof of. Pick a lane!
8: (laughs) Yeah, it's further proof of how incompetent a bunch of criminals they are.
5: Oh, you sure it's not 5D chess? Sure it's not five dimensional chess? (laughs) So, yesterday at the White House press briefing. yeah. Uh, what, yesterday at the White House press briefing Sarah, Sarah Huck, Hickabilly Slanders was pressed on the, uh, the drafting of the letter and here is the first part and of course she said she said last summer at the end of the summer uh, I think what was it September or something uh, August or September she said well the president didn't draft it but he certainly had a hand in it Yesterday, she said this when pressed.
3: I want to ask you about the uh, lawyer's letter uh, to the special counsel. You said last August that the president did not dictate the statement about the Trump Tower meeting during the
5: campaign, but the lawyers wrote to the special counsel that the president did dictate that statement. Uh, What's the reason for that discrepancy? Uh,
12: Like you said, this is uh, from a letter from the outside counsel, and I direct you to them to answer that question. Once again, you're referencing a letter that came directly from uh, outside counsel and i would refer you to them to direct answer that question
5: but you spoke about it last august so why can't you speak about it today you spoke with confidence saying well the president certainly didn't draft the letter but he had a hand in it
8: well last august she had probably gotten her marching orders Right before the press briefing, so she could state with confidence what the party line was that day. Yeah. Now, yesterday, she hadn't gotten the party line on what the correct answer for yesterday was going to be.
5: Exactly. So, so here's. And I want
8: to go a step further. I really do
6: want to go a step further, and I don't want to come across like I'm defending her because I do believe what she said last year was true. Okay. I think what she said last year was true because this fucking White House didn't tell her the truth. And now she is in a situation where it's like, oh, if I turn around and say they didn't tell me the truth, mm-hmm. I'm gone.
5: Well, or yeah. Or
6: she could come around and say, yeah, I knew it. She's in a really bad situation. Oh, very that bad. she put herself in
5: yeah blame yourself <laughs> so,
8: blame yourself
5: uh but uh here's the next, second part from yesterday uh same line of questioning
8: if you're saying one thing from the podium that it wasn't dictated by the president his lawyers are saying something entirely different, contradict you, how are we supposed to know what to believe? How can we believe what you're saying from the podium? Because lawyers are saying it's entirely inaccurate.
12: Once again, I can't comment on a letter uh, from the president's outside counsel. I direct you to them to answer it. John? Uh,
8: but yeah, the words are, literally, you said he did not dictate. The lawyer said he did. What is it?
12: I'm How's not going to respond to a letter from the president's outside counsel. We purposely walled off, and I would refer you to them for comment.
5: They purposely... <laughs> purposely pur- Uh So today... Uh, when did
6: uh, they purposely wall off? Yeah. Was it before we knew or after we knew?
5: Mm. I don't know. But uh, but it, it, we, we got to get to the lightning round here. Uh, from So this is from today. I hope this is the one I... Uh, I, I I'm not sure. But yeah, she... Um, she was not happy about further questions on this
8: today. Do you think your statement in August was accurate? Your statement, not this. Was your statement accurate or inaccurate?
12: Uh, again, I know you want to get me into a back and forth with you on this conversation. <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's how most conversations work. It's a back and forth. <laughs> just so you know. I know you want me to get, get me into a back and forth on this conversation, but this is just a fourth. So you keep all that back to yourself, you asshole. Uh, <laughs> was accurate
12: or not? Look, I know, know your goal accurate? is to engage me in a conversation about matters dealing with the outside counsel, uh, and I'm not going to do that today. Sorry, sorry, about the outside right?
8: You said something from the podium. Was it accurate or not? That's all we Again, I, I
12: work day in, day out, uh, and I believe, frankly, with the majority of you here in the room, I think you all know I'm an honest person what? who works extremely hard to provide you with accurate information at all times. I'm going to continue right. to do that, but I'm not going to engage on matters There's that deal with the outside 30. counsel.
5: Jesus Christ! <laughs>
6: I'm I'm sorry, I'm overlapping.
5: Seriously.
6: <laughs> I am sorry just
5: <laughs> no her her not you I, i'm i i I'm just i'm a gog i'm, I'm gonna steal your word person. i'm gonna steal your word i'm a gog at this <laughs> i'm a gog um yeah nonsense <gasps> oh. so yeah trump cult
6: that she so, went on to say I think that you know more people believe me and trust me than you in the media. Oh, god damn it, Sarah! <laughs> yeah. Oh
5: shit. Yeah, not so much. Not so much. Uh so anyway, uh, we we, we got to really get into. Uh, we got to get trucking here on the Mad Libs. Any other final thoughts on on this, Cat? You got anything to add to the that whole um, shit show?
8: I I was doing everything I could to avoid bursting out in laughter when she said, I think y'all know me as an honest person.
5: Oh, Yo, yeah. You know, just like we all know Vladimir Putin is uh, being a huge fan of American sarcasm and humor. Um, You know. Russia, a if you're singer. listening. Yeah. Uh, great singer. Oh, seriously, Kat, you had to bring that up, didn't you? You had to bring up the blueberry hill. See, this is what this is what Kat does when she when she comes on the program here.
4: I found my field. Oh blueberry hill.
5: Oh, such a golden oh, throat.
8: You know, uh, every they time got that nice I <laughs> hear that every time I hear that it reminds me of being at my grandparents' house on Sunday afternoons watching the Polkishes on Channel 5.
5: Every time I hear it, I think of the one time I went to Carousel Dinner Theater and they had a shitty synthesizer doing the orchestra.
4: Well,
7: those
5: aren't those aren't real horns. I mean apparently in Russia they can't afford a band. <laughs> they, they gotta use the fucking presets on a Casio to do a, a shitty song. So Yeah,
8: but the but the tempo and the uh the beat and everything just yeah. it, it sounds so much like a polka. It's
5: a little welkish. I can I can see that. So <laughs> a
8: little welkish.
5: A little welkish. Yeah. The and the one and a two. Uh so Anyway, alright, I guess we don't have anything else to add to that. We, we should get to Mad Libs because uh, we got them mostly filled out. It won't take long, everybody. But it'll be a, a fine, fine ending to this magnificent show we have for everybody.
4: I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs.
10: Oh, God bless Mad Libs.
5: Alright, here we go. Only need to, to fill in a few holes here. Uh, uh, Cat, we'll let you go first. Uh, give me the name of a conservative.
8: Oh, uh, um, Dana Perino.
5: Okay. Mm-hmm. Dana Perino. Two R's, right? Uh, one, I think. I don't know. I put two in. So yeah. she's, she's lucky. Uh, as long today.
8: as it's something you can read. You yes.
5: Know. There we go. She's so still- and Rain, I need a female conservative.
6: Laura Ingraham.
5: Laura Ingraham. Yeah, uh, she's she's like Chris Lavoie always says, she's going to make some guy's life really long. Cat, uh, <laughs> mm. mm. uh, <laughs> mm. a number.
8: 42. In honor of Adam.
5: There we go. Uh, Rain, part of the body, plural? Um. Oh,
6: God. Laura Ingram's breasts.
5: Oh, you want...
6: Okay, that's... Okay, Uh, I'm just going to put toenails.
5: No, I'm going to put breasts down, because you did toenails last week. Um... uh, Cat, a noun. Oh, caps. Wait, did you say puck or did you say fuck? Because that's a verb. Uh, so, uh, uh, then again, unless you, unless you called I say
8: puck with
5: a P. Yeah. You, yeah, unless you called you heard. could call somebody an ignorant fuck, and then that would be a noun because <laughs> fuck is a very versatile ver, versatile. It's a versatile word.
8: Not of true, punk. but. I, I was just in the sports bomb state sports of mind. Fun. In
5: the mode, so. in the mode. I get it. Rain last one a number. Um, three. All right. Oh shit, that's gonna be funny. Um, all right. So, like I said, it's a little topical stuff and also some revisionist history. So, Republicans, if you're out there listening, you're gonna love this. totally inaccurate retelling of history right now on um mad libs the gettysburg address everyone
6: (laughs) no No.
5: four score and seven years ago our necks brought forth this rat (laughs) a relieved uh, brought forth on this rat a relieved nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all geeks are created sluggard. (laughs) Uh, Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that root canal or any root canal so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the crooked task remaining before us that this nation under Dana Perino shall have new birth of freedom, have a new birth of freedom and, uh, that government of the cavities by the cavities for the cavities shall not perish from the pus. There you go. Again, Republicans but are going to love that. That's gross. Sure. Uh, this one this is the timely one here. This is uh Happy Birthday This is the the Happy Birthday Mad lift. This is your birthday song, it doesn't last too long. Hey Hey your
11: birthday song, it doesn't last too long.
5: Hey Hey Friends, this is a surprise party for Laura Ingram. We are here to celebrate her slime mold. All of her most ballsy friends are here, including me, her devoted and faithful penis. Oh. I said it. Oh.
4: Yeah,
5: I said it. Oh.
4: Don't say penis in this house!
5: I must say that she doesn't look a day over 42. Naturally, we have some slimy presents for... <laughs> uh <laughs> for her and I, I have to put in a name because I forgot one uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh bought her a beautiful copper jam that she can wear on her lovely breasts
6: <laughs> oh that's generous
5: would it put a copper jam on your breasts It'll. it'll cure all that eels you uh and uh yeah especially if rush limbaugh brought it uh our hostess got her a dozen pencils that she can hang in her donut <laughs> oh
8: my uh, uh, our
5: hostess so uh, so i got there it And our host has got her a dozen pencils that she can hang in her donut. So I guess that was supposed to be a dozen roses she can hang in her room. I I don't know. Um, And we had the bakery send up a huge floppy puck with three candles on it. We all want to wish her a very sleazy birthday in many happy swamps. Now let's all sing together. Happy volcano day to you. Oh. Uh, and that's it. And it says, editor's note, sing until all are exhausted. <laughs> so, so, no, we're not. We're not. We're already exhausted. We're exhausted already. Editor. <laughs> editor. I don't know who you are, Mr. Editor. Mr. Editor. <laughs> anyway that was good that was fun so we had the gettysburg address and aggress the gettysburg aggressor aggression um yeah anyway i don't know what i'm talking about i'm i'm really tired today uh sinus problems fun 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 but uh yeah so let's go ahead and uh, wrap things up right now and get to parting shots cat what do you got for us on the way out of the program tonight?
8: like you and michelle i've been dealing with sinus issues and also with uh, wonderful grass pollen so yeah. it's been a lot of fun so just throw on top of that the fact that i'm a second class citizen thanks to the supreme court Fucking and I you know it's just been fun times at least mm. uh the eastern district of virginia made a correct ruling mm-hmm. on the uh, gavin Grimm case last week but yes
5: yeah that yeah that was that was good news but it, now and cat i i'll plug this right now too because i think you're going to be uh helping fill in for john on uh mic check radio on saturdays as well so that's very exciting yep. And, uh, cause John, uh, he's going to be basically doing, uh, taking most of the summer off, but he'll be joining us for three shows, uh, over the next three months. Um, and, uh, we're going to be introducing, uh, some fun new segments as well. Cat. I have one that I'm going to debut this Saturday on Mike check radio called go figure. And it's going to be, a, a a segment about action figures. <laughs> so, <laughs> which is going to be really fun. I have a very fun introduction to all this, uh, but we're going to, you know, later down the road, we'll get into the history of action figures in certain product lines and the marketing surrounding them and all kinds of fun shit. So, uh, but anything else, cat?
8: Uh, that's all that I had for tonight. Thank you for uh, having me, Kenny.
5: No problem. Thanks for filling in for Joe tonight. Uh, rain, your parting shot this evening.
6: Well, my parting shot is the fact that Sarah Sanders said that, you know, it was it was the Eagles who decided to reschedule. <sighs> and so my parting shot is fuck you, Sarah Sanders. She's You're such a liar. Fucking, she's You're such a an a terrible asshole. person. And you have a chance to be a really good person, but you don't want to be a good person. Mm-hmm. So fuck you, Sarah Sanders. And um Kat, it was it was
5: really fun hanging out with you tonight. Thank you. I concur.
6: I hope... I, I so. hope yeah. It, it was it was really fun hanging out with you tonight. And oh,
5: okay. Always good to add a thing. different dynamic to mix things up for everybody. You know, get uh, different takes on different stories from our good friends. And uh, yeah, we'll be letting you know when we uh, uh, have another fill-in uh, a date for you. But other than that um the tim carmel show coming up in a few minutes here uh Ooh. you don't want to miss out i'll be listening while i do the podcast and uh yeah uh, this friday uh i have no idea what's going on on turn up the night uh, because it's only tuesday and we still have another month's worth of news to come out between now and then so jesus god every
6: day's goddamn month come back
5: barack where have you gone mike where are you barack we need you now more than ever man uh anyway that's all i got
4: i
6: miss him so much
5: <laughs> my cats are like what are you yelling about you crazy person um so, anyway uh that's it thanks again cat and uh joe yeah. hope you had a good night off and rain a pleasure as always we'll see everybody in the funny papers
2: That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished.
1: Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night.
4: Thank you. Well, I'm not, I'm not, you it, good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck!
1: Thanks
7: for listening.